0: Listening to the bomb hole. Bombhole podcast. It's gonna be very hot. It's gonna be very uncomfortable for everybody.
1: we <laughs> bomb. Hole. You're
2: gonna slide down in big
1: hills. You know what I mean? On the big, nice burgundy snowboard. All right, here we are for another episode of the Bombhole, which is presented by Pub Beer. Everybody knows, first things first, gotta ask Stony Buds. How are we doing today? So good, my dog. Whew. That's beautiful. That was a good one. To my left, we got Freddie Perry, all the way from Norway in the booth. Freddie, how we doing?
2: Waza. <laughs> <laughs> I like that.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, Freddie, if you guys are unfamiliar, you might be asking yourself, what is a Freddie Perry? Well, Freddie Perry is an anomaly. You can't really put a pin on who he is. He's one of a kind. He's an incredible snowboarder sitting on a phenomenal... Resume of video parts. He's pro for DWD, Dinosaurs Will Die, an incredible snowboard company. He's an entertainer, a world-class skit creator. He's creator of Bench Press and Bench Heaven, very prestigious. And he's Jesse Burtner's favorite snowboarder as of recently. So that's pretty pretty high on the accolades list. But um, I guess first things first, should we start off with a smelling salt? Ooh, I like that.
3: I Like that as well. well All right. I, I probably won't, but I mean, I've tried it. But like, what do you mean you, you're
1: not going to do one? Oh, duh. Oh, you won't let like out, it. He's he's sure. out. You'll, you'll like it. He hit one at a Christmas party not uh, too long ago. Started off, Fred. Squeeze it. There you go.
2: Oh, fuck <laughs> <me>. <laughs> he went oh in deep, dude. dude.
0: he went in two fingers spread and just jammed oh it up Lord. there. You went. Oh. You went deep. Oh, oh god. my
1: god. <laughs> oh, that one's got some zing. So good. It's but a good so good. batch Terrible. Yeah, <clears throat> What did oh. tra- Travis say? Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face? <laughs> 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 Welcome to the bomb hole. That is true. All right.
3: You know what I want
1: to start with, Fred? Oh, my God. I'm crying already. <laughs> I want to talk about the bench. So you, you, you did a movie called Bench Press based yeah. around benches. You've done Bench Heaven, an event based on benches. Why the bench?
3: <sighs> Why the bench? I was on a air blaster trip in boston and we hit a couple benches and i just had a bunch of fun when i was doing it also i was pretty scared because those things are like sketchy because you have to be really quick with it you know but i got like a couple cool quick clips i was hyped on that went home It was christmas and i was going to bed and i like started thinking about like a video part idea and that like you call it something you know this part's called la 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 and i just thought of the word bench press and i just couldn't sleep and i stayed up for four hours like jotting down notes about, like, what this could be. It was just an idea for, like, my own video part. Cool, I'll just film benches. It's called Bench Press. That's genius. Oh. And then I, like, talked to a bunch of friends about it, and they're like, hey, can I be in it? And I'm like, sure. And, like, other people are like, hey, I want to bench clip, and I want a bench clip. So then it just turned in slowly into, like, an actual movie. And then that's when I started, like, hitting up people, like, all right, if we're going to do this, let's, let's do it for real. So I started hitting up, like, all my favorite snowboarders, This is the idea, like a big-ass email. Here are the rules. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do. Do you want to be in this? Like, do you believe or not? A lot of people said yes, uh, and some people actually did film clips and whatever. But mostly it was just like, hey, now we're going to film on these uh, simple things that you can find anywhere that don't have to be hard to do, but they are really hard to do. So we just found out uh, an an early model was uh, never underestimate a bench. Because we would do that all the time. Especially if there's like multiple ones or like stuff that you have to jump over into a bench or the other way around, you would get smoked. Mm. Also, it's for like, it was more like approachable for people. Like everybody can like, oh, there's a bench. Oh, you can snowboard on that? Cool. I didn't know that. And you'd have to get like mad creative to like get cool stuff, you know? The picnic table was already done, so you went bench on them. Yeah, we went bench on them. Dude, everybody loves a bench. Everybody, anybody that doesn't like a bench? You'd sit on them, chill on them, talk to people, and you
0: them. can bring them around and stick them places.
3: And that was one of the rules. You cannot do that. Oh, you can't. It Has no, to be natural. In I'm the wild. a spot fanatic, and that's part of the game. Is like it has to be a spot. It's got to be like, natural. No spot mods. You can't build. Oh, I hate spot mods. You can't build a bench because that would be easy. And then put it in front of a rail. Put it after this. Put it after that. So that, that was like one of the rules for the whole thing.
1: So would you say your mantra in the streets is "play it how it lies"? Mm.
3: Yes. I mean, we would move benches, but like it would be like, oh, there's a bench over there, like it's in the zone. Like we're not putting it on a car and driving it somewhere, mm. you know. So,
1: so what about in front of a rail if it was in the proximity yeah, of a like rail? In a park, if it was close, then like
3: sure, like there's some gray area to mm. this thing, but definitely like you're not building benches and like.
1: I think I can shoot around. a couple holes in this guy's bench proximity yeah, me too. theory. Me also, <laughs> dude, there's holes because listen to this. Because <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> what, what
0: if <laughs> what if I went? And nobody knew it, and I stuck benches around close yes, to all these cool that's a things. Good point. And then I just hey, it's tipped an off, system. I tipped because off Chris, is, like, "Hey, I go find-
3: check out this park." You know what I mean? <laughs> you could fool me easily, but then if I found out, you wouldn't only lose my respect as a snowboarder. We would keep it, but also as my friend.
2: Mm. maybe I wouldn't
0: even tell anyone I, I did it it would be like in Salt Lake i just put benches all over and not even yeah. tell people
3: I mean there are other the holes bench like really sick spots yeah. too we had rules that was like or I had rules uh, no red cameras just cause like what am I gonna do with this like there's no point Yeah, no GoPro that was very like iPhone all day any camera doesn't matter I'll like make it work but no GoPro no red <laughs> but then Torstein Hogmo sends me GoPro footy I'm gonna use it you know <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's that's pretty what? fucking sick why yeah. not GoPro? I mean... I don't know. They're I just, kinda... Back then, I just thought it looked dumb. And people didn't know how to use it. It's just like shaky, silly. Like, that's some snobby shit. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty Yeah, snobby. but I'm snobby. I like the... It has to be, you know... But then again, we have iPhone stuff, but you can make that look cool. The whole red cam thing, I understand,
0: because you have this epic house... It's, it costs as much as a house to get this camera, and then
3: you load it yeah, up I don't to your fill phone. My, yeah, fill my hard drive up in like yeah. two clips. It, it's crazy. Man, fuck that.
1: Uh, okay, I got a guest question from the uh, leader of Dinosaurs Will Die, fearless leader, Sean Genevieve's Here we go. Yo, Fred. It's a good buddy, Sean, here. I don't have an hour to talk your ear off today. That's Grendy's and E-Stone's job. So I'll keep it brief with a question here. I want to know your thoughts on artistry and athleticism. The title of your project, Bench Press, sounds like it's a training video. And a lot of people refer to snowboarding as a sport. But the way that you plan your video projects and ride your board seems very artistic. So, would you consider yourself an athlete or an artist? And where do those two intersect? And how many random people do you think
2: clicked on that bench press YouTube link expecting to see you working out?
3: I mean, I was kind of working out in there, you know? I was doing jumps, and I was I was sweating and crying and bleeding during that whole thing. So definitely working out. Of course, that guy's going to hit me with, like, some fadey question. question. Uh, speaking of general, we talked about these uh, yesterday, and he thought I should bring you guys a gift, which would be pepper spray. <laughs> we <were> just, <laughs> so instead of, like, Glad you we you like, that. a round of <laughs> salts, and then after we could just go a little, like, Straighten the eyes. Spray each other in the face. Face ourselves. (laughs) I mean, artist, athlete. I mean, snowboarding's a sport, but it's also not, but it's also sport. But most of all, like, I'm not a ripped freak that's just, like, doing, like, actual sports, but it's fucking physically demanding. It's dangerous. It's risky. It's extreme sports. And as far as projects go, I mean, it's... Art in the form of like that I want to make something that's different because if it's just snowboarding, trick, 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 la, 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 it gets boring. So that's kind of where like the bench press, that stuff kind of fades in. So the art in my in my uh, sphere is like creativity, you know? So making stuff that is interesting or funny and, or different just so it doesn't like blend in with everything else. Uh, am I an artist? Am I a snowboarder? I don't know. Half 50, 50? Or like... 45, 45, and then the rest of it is just like an idiot. What about, I would say,
1: entertainer. Mm. Thank you.
2: Sometimes. That's
1: that's an interesting thing, thinking about, you know, generally, if you think about a video part, people want to get tricks. They think about the difficulty of the trick, the spot, but you seem to understand the importance of entertainment value. So, do you view yourself as like an entertainer slash snowboarder
3: athlete? I mean, that's not what I'm trying to do or, like, going for. Like, I do want to get legit shit. That's, that's that's like, 100% it. But it has to be... I'm definitely thinking what it's going to look like as far as, like, is this... So I'm trying something that's super fucking gnarly. Does it look like it's gnarly, though? So just the other day, me and Ted were trying to film a trick, and it just looked slow and dumb and, like, shitty. It's like, this is way too risky for what it is, you know? So it's not worth it. And... The entertainment part comes more more naturally. I feel like besides, if there's a a concept or an idea for it to be funny, then mostly it's just like me being an idiot. And oh, if somebody filmed it, then fine, you know. Besides skits and all that stuff, obviously. Maybe if if you think I'm an entertainer, that's super cool. I like it. I like making people laugh. This is a good feeling. Frederick I like the Entertainer, mm-hmm. making me laugh. So, I have a Patreon yeah. question because we were talking about dinos. Mm. This is from
0: Travis Kerr and uh, would love to hear how you got hooked up with the
3: Dinos family. Good question, Travis Kerr. So there is a distribution company based out of Trondheim in Norway called Jump Club, which is a major shout-out to those guys. uh used to be ran by Odd Sanster and Joe Fossheim, two very good friends of mine who kind of now like it's faded over to my other homie, Andreas Gron, because they're old. You know, they got kids and shit. And they only did it for, like, as a hobby, kind of like. They like cool, legit snowboarding. So they got in, like, Gnarly, Air Blaster, Crab Grab, Dinosaurs Will Die. They wanted to bring, like, these cool brands to Norway. And uh, I just, like, they decided started hooking me up with boards slowly and surely. And then um, I went on a trip to the States with some friends to ride Big Bear. And I just, like... Talked to Jeno, barely like, hey, maybe you should link up. while I'm over here. So I went up to Canada and met up with Jeno. And then from there, it was just like, I was in, you know. Just like, hey, show your face and don't be an idiot and try to snowboard a bunch. And then that was sort of in a think thank way too. That's when I met Beresford for the first time. And he's like, oh, sure, you can have clips in my video. Like, <laughs> it's, it just all faded in together. And then I met Bertner and it's just like... Holy shit! Now I'm back the next year, and then I'm back again, and then they come over there, and it just like fades in, you know. So uh, thanks to Jump Club guys and also Jeno, just like for that shit to so put me on Dinos, which I at the time was like, then I thought it was the coolest brand. I'm not saying I think now, but then definitely the coolest brand. It's still cool.
1: <laughs> you're you're the <laughs> Jeno was saying last night. You are the longest running team rider still with the board
3: right
2: wow.
1: now. Yeah, I
3: think I've been on dinos for 11 years
2: Ooh, that's incredible
3: because we're pla- we're going to Mission Ridge next week and it was like holy shit you got 20 boys in a 12 person crib I mean I hope you're lining up the big bed for the big boy you know what I'm saying like who's been there the longest longevity uh, the captain he's yeah. the captain like, of the team, of the team. <laughs> general's like man maybe we should get a hotel room that now we're talking <laughs> there's there's 20 riders they got a jacuzzi no it's house? just like they yeah, got. Yeah. we're squatting up you know Pack it'll the be whole team in. yeah it'll be fun
1: well, let's run it back because you're from Norway. Uh, I want to hear about you know how you grew up and where you're from. So I'm from a very very small
3: place on the west coast of Norway that never gets snow. That's it. called Hognesta, an area called Jaren. It's like kind of the flat farmers' land of Norway, close by the coast. And um, I grew up there with my mom and dad. My dad is from New Zealand, which is why I have this kind of New Zealandish accent, which I. Normally have 100%, but now I've been in the States for like six weeks, so it fades you know, a little bit. And Americans are like, wow, what did you say? Uh, I have three sisters. Like I said, we, don't, we didn't get any snow, so we moved. My parents bought a hotel motel gig in Telemark, which is closer. It's like in the middle of the country. And that's kind of where I got seriously into snowboarding because we had six months of snow. And uh, I mean, in the beginning, my dad would like, I couldn't do the lift, so he would carry me up the hill. And I couldn't go down the hill, so he would just end up carrying me down the hill also. So it was just like a shit show. So kudos for these guys to even fucking bother taking me off there, little crybaby. You can't do it. Crashing into people, who's like doing picnics and shit, is it was a shit show. Uh so then I rode at Gautefal, tiny, tiny resort. I mean, this is a very small place. Like the fir- the place I grew up, I was in a class my class was six boys. Like this is rural, you know. And we moved to an even, like, just the same size place, you know. But there I would snowboard five days a week. My parents would take me night riding. i just snowboard a bunch with my two two best friends. Uh, and, uh, yeah, from there I got into the Norwegian Snowboard Academy or whatever it's called in English, where pretty much all the the big boys were gone. That was, like, kind of the shit where you would go. Like, Torstein was there and Mikkel Bang had gone there, like, all that shit. So that's pretty much uh, How far was that from That was we grew up? That was uh that's like even further up in the middle of the country. So that's like you you're on the train for like 4 hours, you know. That's I'm, also in the middle of nowhere.
1: I'm so curious on your theory. If you look at Norwegians, you guys are just generally dominant contest freakazoids. Like if you if you look at like a, an X Games, you know, top 10, like there's going to be a handful of Norwegians in there um why the hell are you guys such freakazoids on the boards
3: Hmm. maybe because we have snow (laughs) first of all like there's freakazoids everywhere but it's only countries that actually have snow that are freakazoids Norwegians like to think they're best in everything so oh we win every cross-country gold in the olympics yeah but like there's no snow in a lot of places in the world like that's why we're good at it because cross-country skiing isn't like a big culture we're not that good at running. Oh, we are actually pretty good at running. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You, get what I, you, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but the snowboarding part, I don't – I have no idea. Because the parks are good, but they're not, like, insane. Like, the parks in the States are way, way better. But then you have the Finnish guys who are, like, riding on brick literally all the time. I would say those guys are, like, equally crazy as the Norwegian slope pipe guys. We don't have any pipe guys anymore because there's no pipes in Norway. Right? So. Not one in the whole country. There's like a mini pipe and they had, they used to have a super pipe in uh, Trevon, like the L- Oslo Resort, but it wasn't getting used enough for them to like actually spend money on banking it. But You
1: know, I think a huge part of the culture there that's really cool is, let's say it snows in the States. I think generally a lot of people lock themselves in their house and they don't go outside. But it seems like in Norway or Scandinavia as a whole, people tend to go outside and do stuff in the cold weather. Yeah. And that might... Be,
3: uh, that might be one. Of, yeah, that's one what, of the reasons. 100 percent a thing. Like the old age thing you've heard like a thousand times that Norwegians are born with skis on their
1: legs. La 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 la. I haven't. I I've actually never heard. Never heard that, that once. <laughs> okay, that's
3: like a that's like a thing they love saying. Oh, they love to say it. Oh, oh he was born with skis
1: on his feet. Look um, at I little Freddie right
3: out yeah. the wall with skis. I actually uh, started snowboarding before I started skiing. I like. I never slalom skied. I'd cross country skied, but I would never like done slalom or anything. So if you put me out there in the woods, I would be sketchy. <laughs> that would be sketchy. These
0: Nordic zones, though, you just always have snow, so you gotta be outside. Like yeah. Canada's the same way. You'll see babies and strollers out in the yeah. still, fresh storm day. Not,
1: not as much. Not as much though. Even as I feel like Scandinavia is. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: definitely. When we're out there on street trips, it's insane how many people but are that, outside.
3: Uh, that snowboard academy was pretty cool. Like that was like a big deal back then to get in because there's only five spots and you had to have good grades and shit to get in because it's like they're trying to be good. Like a good decent school, also, and I remember like at the you had if you if you had good enough grades you could come to like the test. There's like a like you had to snowboard for a day, and you got divided oh, try up into out. groups. Yeah, tryouts straight Get up judged. And I uh, we, you got divided up into like random groups, and then the next day they put you in new groups, and then the next day I was kind of like, oh, these guys are really good, and also the group I was des- like given was Torstein Horgmo was like the coach for that group, so I was like, damn. This is a good sign because yesterday I was just like we were just spread out, but today I'm like running with Torstein. Sick. Like rumor had it that these were the guys that already got in, kind of thing. It's pretty sick. Who was the, who was the crew? <clears throat> Any notables or? Mm, I went I went to class with Jerman Broughton. He he did pretty well for himself. And uh, other than that, in my class, you probably wouldn't know them, but there were like really six snowboarders for sure. Yeah. I
1: I have some other questions too about Norway. Uh. You know, being from the states, it seems like that's where the industry is for snowboarding. Generally, uh, do you think it's harder to break on the scene coming out of Norway?
3: Um, I would say so, definitely. I I, I was lucky that I kind of like got into the the cruise that I did, and uh, I. But it is I, definitely like if you're not doing contests like the big shit then I think it's definitely harder. But now, like, it was harder before, but now everybody's, like, making their own movies and videos and, like, you're on Instagram and all that shit. So it's definitely less hard than it was, but also you got to get in to, like, the good shit, which is often here. hmm Yeah.
1: Well, another question, too. You just mentioned, you know, if you don't come up to contests, Norway's breeding ground for contest freakazoids, you, you're, like, an anomaly because you went video part route. Why did you choose that?
3: Uh, first of all, I wasn't that good at jumping. I went to this school, but that was like slope style and halfpipe shit. Yeah, like blew my knee out, like knocked with this icy, shitty jump. It's like, this is sketchy. And then you start thinking about that shit. Like, oh, that could happen again. I just jump too far next time. And I just uh, started like realizing that I didn't like it that much. But I was also like loving rails in the park and all that shit. And I would watch all the all the videos from back in the days like the resistance which is back here in true life and all that shit like uh, rerun rerun that stuff all day and then just like dude i fucking i want to film some street shit you know and uh that's kind of where where we faded into the deduction stuff because i <clears throat> that kind of faded in because i i met uh, my homie martin Rouge, martin rouge big shout one of my best friends a genius on the snowboard he uh They'd seen – so they had this crew and this idea with Casper, who we'll talk about also later, like, that they were planning this movie, making a snowboard movie, and they'd seen a photo of me on Facebook. I didn't know any of those dudes. And there's a park rail at Folgafona where I do a switchback lip, which is it's a, like, cute little photo, you know. And I'm wearing <laughs> Planet Earth pinstripes, and the, the right binding is over the pants. Like, this is a 100% Jonas Michelot inspo vibe (laughs) so this is like when keep talking and shit was coming out and like wear it well or whatever like oh this dude this guy's really sick he's loose he's doing his thing you know like talking shit la 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 and it's like this is what I like like just goofing around and jibbing and stuff you know and jump once in a while but I don't want to fucking blast my knee and shit so they they see this photo and I just randomly meet him at a festival and he's like oh yo we saw that photo (laughs) it's like cool and they're like hey do you want to make a snowball movie he's like yeah let's go So I would, the next following winters, I would like, I would, I would, uh, because I moved to this other snowboard school called Tree Seal because it was less serious than the other one. It's like kind of serious. And I would just crash at their pad and we would make the videos. And it was just like, those guys and the humor and like, the vibe was just like, it was a match made in heaven kind of because those guys are still like my favorite people and like, they're just the funniest people I know, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was fun to do like, hey, these guys like creative, stupid snowboarding and they're funny,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and then that was off. There we go, filming. Let's go.
1: That reminds me, the first clip, and which is an induction video, but also in Think, Think I remember, like vividly, seeing your name on the screen, being like, "Who's this guy?" Was the backflip fifty fifty?
2: Oh
3: yeah, really? <clears throat> Did you do a one eighty out? No, backflip fifty. Yeah, just. Let's talk out. about one eighty outs later. That's interesting. <laughs> um, the backflip, yeah. That was in Trondheim, this famous gap-to-rail that you hit me up about when you were in Oslo. Oh, yeah. Years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, bro, that's a different city. But for Americans, right up the street. Seven-hour drive. No, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Cross the road. Let's go. Um, The backflip 50. Yeah, I like to... Backflip is, like, one of my favorite tricks. And we went there, and I was like, holy shit, you can backflip this pretty easily. But, like, it's pretty... I mean, you can't see the rail as, like, with any... Pretty much any gap rail, which is the intimidating part. So... We tried doing it while there was a bunch of snow in the stairs. Like, there was a lot of snow, which is probably the reason why I was like, okay, I could maybe try it. Because if I slip off it, I'm just going to like, get and land in the snow. And I, it didn't take me that very long, but it was scary to do, right? I get the 50, oh, we're all happy and la la la. And then it's like, all right, now let's dig out the stairs, <laughs> right? Which takes like two hours, you know? So we started digging the stairs out. And now it's like, holy fuck, this is uh, <laughs> a whole different ballgame. She's greater stairs. All right?
2: <clears throat> <laughs> right cheese great. right
3: right, right. Yo, cheese Yeah, cheese Yes, yeah like we're fucking tired from digging and we see this shit and it's like hold it's like 50 times as sketchy AK, let's just wrap it up let's get <laughs> out I'm not there's no way uh, we might have hit it like I, m- I might have done some other tricks like an indie front board or like
1: but I, there was no way I was gonna backflip it well you mentioned uh, let's talk tricks because I, I said, did you do a one eighty out? And you said, we'll talk about that later. What's your thoughts on the on the fifty fifty? This is a
3: new, out? like, newfound thing that I am going to try to stick by for myself this winter when I am filming and shit. And I, I've seen it lately, there is a lot of fifty fifty back one eighty outs. And for me, the the back one eighty out doesn't make the trick any harder or cooler. It makes it to be like, oh, you kind of were slipping off. Like you are not going to spot to be like, I am going to fifty fifty back one eighty this rail. You are going to go to fifty fifty it. But then sometimes, and I've done this a thousand times, you go, oh, shit, Ugh. save it with a back 180. I think it's harder to then not do the back 180. It's, it's going to be harder to like, not do the back 180 than to do it, mm-hmm. than, than the difficulty of doing a back 180 out. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm going to try to like, not do back 180 out <laughs> of 50s or front 180 out of 50s. My new rule is you can 180 out if you're pressing. And other than that, I'm going mm. to try s- to keep it straight. And, this and I've, is... been, we've, I've been watching a bunch of videos with Spencer Schubert lately. And we're like, Damn, there's a lot of 50 back in the 80s. You don't mm-hmm. notice it. And I've done it. I'm saying I've done it a bunch. Too much.
0: So R- Riders are always looking for the perfect 50 the... 50 Something like there's get away with 50s. that's good enough because it's a gnarly spot. Yeah. There's a lot of 50-50s out there. Well, These a lot is, of 50-50s. This is,
1: mind you, this is coming from a guy who is trying to smith grind the rail yeah. at Dogfight exactly so his rule his rule book is, is rule books no, all it's over just, the place i'm not
3: saying it's a like a serious rule but like i would like to maybe what does it look like if i'm not trying to back one eighty out? you know i know what you mean because i like the sketchy That's another thing i like when you kind of sketch in a landing or whenever that's when you see what a person's style is mm. like that's when the true style comes out like how are you, how are you moving how does your body look when you're trying to s- get yourself out of hitting this post or this fence because you can fake style. A lot of not a lot of people that I can think of right now do that. It's very it's easier to tell in skating. Like people are like, you know, you're not that chill. Yeah. You know. But when you sketch. So a lot of times I'll get a trick, and not as not the way I wanted it, but like for some reason I
1: like it because it's like, oh, that was why I snowboard. You know. Mm-hmm. It's natural. Now, what do you think about the 50/50 strenuous front 180 out? String is just really going for it. That is dope. <laughs> now that is sick.
2: Gonna
1: that one hundo. You're going to co-sign that one I'm doing more up. of
3: those, actually.
1: So n- let's just talk trend watches. So are, are Smiths coming back? Did
3: they ever leave?
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it a Smith so, or a Zeech in snowboarding? I mean, what do we got?
3: Zmeech? 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 I don't know. Uh, so, you know, Eric Nesse, a good homie of mine, he did... A video like he was he kept just doing him like he would do him in the streets and like he would do it really good some it's not like people at the bomb hall for example like dude Freddie is so sick of smith like hey i'm not this is not my like my shit but i fuck with it but it's mostly like eric nessie's smith grinds around real Let's just fucking... I'll throw some homage out there. I got some... I got some Smith grind plans for the streets. No back 80 outs, though. Just straight mm. Smith. Dude,
0: Ted front sent me a photo... Smith back
1: one actually kind of gassed. Ted sent me a photo <laughs> of you
0: doing a backside <laughs> bomb drop. That kind of blew me away. Backside oh, yeah. bomb drop to front board? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: That one's insane. That one... Yeah. It looked People wild been, in the photo. Uh, just
0: like, what? Well, never seen anybody just doing a backside bomb drop. That was drop.
3: fucking scary. That was like... I've been looking for that spot the whole season. That was filming for Greenberg. And I... uh found one that was really shitty for that trick a wood woodrail <laughs> but it was oh, the last deal, yeah huh? but it was the last day on a trip to Tromsø. So it was like middle of april like this is it like i was going to the airport after that so i was up there like like breathing you know it was windy as fuck we had to hold me so and, and then he'd run out of the shots so i just wouldn't blow off the roof very very scary but it worked out fine it's, it's funny some people have been pointing out to me that a lot of like that's some. There's been some peeps jumping backwards off of shit. I haven't really seen it, but that sounds cool. I like that.
0: I so, hadn't seen it, and I saw good. that. I was like, damn. What's
3: her stance on bond drops? Yeah, if you're going backwards, whew, so dope. Hmm. But otherwise, right? no go. I don't know. Okay,
1: grab to grinds. Grab to grinds. Grab like gr- grab to rail.
2: I'm like grab and
1: then slide. Yeah, like like when you when you do like an air like to a, rail, like you a, do a ground. Yeah, like a, a melon to backlip or something. <laughs>
3: Um, I'm down with the grab to rail. Melon back lip.
2: yeah.
3: It's all right. It's pretty cool, yeah.
1: Depends on how you what, do it. What like. about back 180 indie to switch 50? <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> he did one of those last year. Yeah, you got a lot of rules out there. Uh, <sighs> this is fun. We're getting into the rules and regulations. And snobbery. It's just, Unwritten. It's, it's, no, it's Unwritten just like, rules.
3: Tre- like, what do you like? And Trick like, snobbery. It's tricks, fun. Oh, yeah. Snobbery. Big time.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, well, it is. What about very-
0: the guys that
3: start on a rail without riding in? That's a
1: good question. You know what I mean? What's your what? take on the ride on? Down. I don't know
3: about all that. I haven't done them yet, but I'm down. I know there's people hating on it that's saying, like, oh shit, now it's getting too much. It's equivalent to a bomb drop.
2: It is. You Dude, know what I mean? Bomb
3: drops are dope. Like, what's, yeah are sick, but you gotta either go big or it has to be a sick spot or like a different way like you tends to just be like like go big or go home yeah. is what you're saying or like something different.
1: you showed up, you didn't go big you had to go home <laughs> you had to go yeah, home I went home
3: that, yeah I did actually go home <laughs> anyway that's uh that reminds me of another world we had for for bench press. It's like they're small and everything, but so the trick hasn't it hasn't it doesn't have to be gnarly doesn't have to be like a hard trick doesn't have to be like an MBD but it just has to be genius. That was what I told everybody. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Nobody knows. Just what do it means. something cool. You know, I don't know. That's such a good. So I love this. This is a really fun conversation for me because your trick nerdery is insane. Your your list of obscure NBDs is is second to none. So my question to you is like, how do you come up with this shit? Does mm. the spot dictate? The trick, or are you a person that shows up and you're like, I have this in my to-do list of tricks, and I'm gonna do it. Is it trick di- dictate the spot or spot dictate the trick?
3: Uh, both, yeah. Mostly, maybe spot actually, because the spot can show you tricks that you can do that you didn't like even think about, and it might be a trick that's a board slide, right? Like, just I'm not gonna ride down a board slide. But I could see a spot that's like, holy shit, that would be sick if your board said this and your nose went into that thing, and then you land on the bush. Like, so it doesn't. They go both hand in hand. Sometimes I write tricks down, but that's like more if it's like an actual tech trick, which I feel like I don't really do that much of anymore. But or ever, but
1: yeah, kind of both. What about a bomb drop to lip land, ride lip slide to smash into a mattress to bounce off the wall?
3: So that thing, I used to live in that building. That's why I know that spot. And that is <laughs> kind of not a spot because you could just go straight into the wall. The funny thing is I was kind of thinking I was going to hit it with no mattress like an idiot. And then I like set up the thing. But there was a mattress there on the street because that corner of the downtown Oslo, like that would be a corner people would just love throw shit away and it would just be gone the next day or whatever but this mattress was like right there I was like oh we'll just try that and the first time I tried it I was like what a fucking idiot to think that I would gonna, I was going to do this with no mattress <laughs> like I would die <laughs> but yeah it was kind of sketchy because if I didn't hit it properly there was like a wood frame around it like in the nails and shit and it yeah, I don't know that was fun Th- that spot it was also kind of wanted to hit it because of the drop in thing it's just like this big green like concrete thing that makes it like oh you're dropping on a thing it's like a little line and that green thing is gone now, so
1: can never nobody can one way. up you. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, they could
3: front board.
0: And I wanted
1: work. a front board mattress slide, mattress yeah. bounce.
0: Everyone's looking for a good mattress spot, you know. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, have you ever heard Dude, Stevens' story? Yeah. Stevens actually looks for mattress. I mean,
1: i he's he's done a bunch of those, right? He did one uh, just real quick. I'll, I'll cover it, but he went. Uh, he wanted to do the front flip to back roll uh, mm-hmm. one and he dra- He dragged two mattresses up to Guardsman's Pass, and the police, uh, somebody called the police because they thought he was dumping trash.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> oh he, had, he
1: had to load the mattresses back up into his car and go up a whole different canyon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just driving around with these mattresses.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> I, was,
0: I was with him once we found a couch, and he was so stoked to do like a one-footer bounce off the, oh, yeah. the, cush- the springs on it. Couch mm-hmm. spots for sake, too. Couch gym. Yeah. Not always, you can't find those everywhere, you know? No. Couch spots. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like what, what makes a clip cause a good clip? Cause I feel like there's this intangible thing that we're discussing that not everybody might grasp about flavor, right? Where you're like, Ooh, that yeah. gave me that gives me a little feeling. Mm. I don't know why that gives me yeah, a little feeling. Something about and, it. and you have that little magical fairy dust that's like you watch the clip and you're like, Whew. Thank you. So, I appreciate it. So, really so how did, that. yeah, what what makes something? I don't know.
3: It's why do you like anything, you know? People like different movies, people like different music. I like weird shit kind of so we're like coming to salt lake now this is the first time i've been here where there's like some snow in the streets and it's been funny because ted and all these guys have been telling me that uh, there's no spots left in salt lake city everything's been done and if you go to one a spot every trick has been done on that spot and that is that shit fires me up i love that because then it's like i want to go to salt lake take me to the plate spots and i'm gonna find some shit that i want that i like Doesn't always work out that way, but, like, often he'll send me a photo of something. Like, this is a spot. (laughs) And I'll, like, find something behind the spot. Like, oh, there's another rail there or, like, another... So that's really fun. It's almost like a challenge, you know? You can come somewhere and, like, try to see if you could... Am I good at finding shit or not, you know? Uh, Like, I think that's fun.
0: People have been saying that Salt Lake's had no spots for, like, the past 15 years. I know.
3: There's so much shit here. There's too many spots... It's just a bad time. attitude if you think there's no spots.
0: Yeah, guys. <laughs> there's spots. Oh, there's spots. But I, the I think spots? the fairy dust you're talking about, though, is there's guys looking for that perfect rail, and it's just, like, whatever, and Oof. then there's guys looking for some genius stuff, as he calls it.
1: Well, that's the thing, too. Like, for example, going back to Greenberg, one of my favorite clips in it that I think about is, like, you frontboard the rail and, like, uh, you zip up the jack z- zip Oh, the and yeah, that's zip uh, up the jacket jacket pop jacket pop. Uh,
0: wait, which one
3: jacket is that? Jacket pop. I'm
1: you confused. zip zip it up, I think, or that's zip it down? Zip up, yeah. You zip so it up the, on the rail.
3: Yeah, that's the front bird zip up. The other one was a jacket pop. I can't remember what that was in. Probably, yeah, that I was think, in. Think. Yeah, the shoulder jacket. That pop. was probably one of my biggest achievements yet because I won from that clip. I won the Change at Tape Lifey Awards. Oh <laughs> nice. yeah, I forgot which about those. Huge <laughs> deal. I think it was the last one too before I got you know. Vape. I forgot we did that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank she you. Change that tape. Change that tape guy. Change that
0: tape. Hacked. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We're gonna take a quick break and talk about DB.
1: What's going on, everyone? Sage Kotzenberg here. This is my new DB collection. We've got the board bag, we've got the duffel bag. They link together so you can hook them up when you're hitting the airport or just traveling in general. It's really nice. And then this bag is made specifically for backcountry riding. It's got a checklist with everything you need in there. It works really well. The material is awesome. We've been using it all the last two years. Check it all out at dbjourney.com. Hope you like it. I'm super stoked on it. Big love. We're going to take a quick break and talk about one of our sponsors, Buds. Woodward. I went
0: there on the holidays. The tubing is uh, not just normal tubing. This is like roller coaster tubing. I uh, was with a couple of young kids. A couple of tears the first time, but then they were just screaming to go back up. If you got to go up there with me, dude, it's the most fun you're ever gonna have.
1: Sounds like a good time. I heard our pass works. Our pass? I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, I'd be going so all good. the
0: time. It's it's insane.
1: So Woodward Park City is about 15 minutes from Salt Lake. They're open 365 days a year with twilight access for skiing and snowboarding. And this winter, Woodward Park City added 20 percent more terrain park features, buds.
0: Yeah, they just opened up the full park, and it's it's killing it
3: right now big jumps for uh, guys like you little jumps for guys like
0: me good times
3: for everybody they also have really good rails for tacoing so yes. i was there for short <laughs> brief <laughs> you well. a good great taco. Taco. And and I triple about free taco
0: night over there at the and woodward
3: then i got nominated for some taco shit oh like, god
1: damn. yes you did taco of the year you go
3: inside
0: too i saw kids filming themselves doing parkour got to got to oh, get go on the web so. and see what's going on with that but uh place is incredible check it out
1: so drop in for a session Any day of the week, Access Woodward Park City is available through daily lift tickets with full day lift access starting at $40. dollars we love to see affordable snowboard tickets, and it's a good place to have fun with your friends. As simple as that. Check out Woodward Park City. All right. We happen to have a guest question from none other than Scott Stevens. Here we go. Hey,
0: Freddy. My question to you is, well, on Jesse's episode, he says that you're his favorite snowboarder, which is a very prestigious uh, place to be because Jesse has seen a lot of snowboarding. And uh, my question to you is, um, who are your favorite snowboarders and influences growing up?
3: Thanks, guys. I'm excited to listen. Good riddance. Heal up. Scott, he sounds sick. He's pretty sick. Oh, yeah, Scott Stevens is my favorite snowboarder and uh, he's been my adult since uh, since, uh, when I can remember. Actually, let's make a team of my... All-time favorite snowboarders right now. Okay. So pretend I'm making uh, Frederick's Dream Team Superstar Team.
0: <laughs> is, that, is that what
3: you're going to call your 100, team? 100. Yeah, yeah. That would
2: be a good name that'd, for a brand. A good
3: name <laughs> for the brand. <laughs> 100% Superstar Team. 100% uh, on the team is Travis Parker. He's probably my all-time favorite snowboarder as far as, like, dork and, like, really good snowboarder and likes farting just like I do.
1: <laughs> you like so, farting, is what he likes farting. Yeah, said.
3: like nice. farting. Respect me too. So he's yeah, his <laughs> stuff and um, his <laughs> stuff is, after banging and all that stuff it's like yeah, it's gold. Uh, hot second. No, I'm not. We're not doing uh, a list. We're just doing a team. Jonas Mishlow. So these two guys are probably like my biggest uh, influencers, influences. Uh, I got to snowboard again with the Jonas just recently in Minnesota. So it's so fun. Like he's just. It was pretty much his first or second day on Hill, and he's just so loose. and, Yeah, he's he's an amazing snowboarder. Got to throw Chad O on there. Got to throw Scotty Steves on there. Got to throw... This is going to be a big team.
1: A lot of budget. This is a Dude, big budget team. Yeah, it's
3: the bomb hole budge. Got to <laughs> throw... I mean, Kevin Jones is dope. I liked... Like, his, his part in... Um, in... Uh, Stand in the liver is also probably one of the ones that I've seen the most. This is spin as far as we spin me right round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That mm, one's spin. really sick. Mm, yep. I mean, Louis, I mean, the god, you know. I like
1: watching. You're going f- to yeah. yeah. run out of You're going to run out of budget.
3: They're just down for the cause, you know. You know, I'm throwing a team. There's going to be a harsh
0: tough. reality dropped on
3: you. Yeah. When you know, I mean, look at, start looking at the numbers and the doctor signs that are going to go out. <laughs> I've been having harsh realities. There's going to be problems dropped on me several times. So, yeah, that'll be fine. But, yeah, those are some,
1: uh, those are some numbers I really like to watch for sure. I like that. Good answer. I like that. We haven't actually described to the listeners. I like that. So maybe we could, you could kind of <laughs> preface that so they understand why we're saying that. So.
3: Uh, after bench press, and also during, I I uh, decided to do a bench event in Oslo called Bench Heaven, where we just like made a bunch of like benchy rails, and tried to have some fun prizes and and stuff. And so the third year, Brandon Reese won God of Bench Heaven, and he won this like super nice bench that uh, my friend Paul uh, Brecka, who is like a carpenter uh, product designer. We made. He made this insane bench like welded frame like one piece oak laser engraved a God of Bench Heaven logo. So the idea behind that was I want to do awards that aren't just going to end up in a box in the attic or the basement. You know, this is like something you would keep forever. You know, sit on your porch or the living room. So uh, we announced that Brandon won it and then he comes up (laughs) and then I asked him like what are you going to do with the bench? And he goes "Uh, I'm going to take it home and fuck on it. And then what you're referring to is just me going, I like that because <laughs> I thought that was sick. And then that little bitch didn't even take the bench home. I mean, can, is it a b- full size bench? Uh, yeah, it's an actual bench, like front bench. A, so he of disrespected the bench. Yeah, it's heavy. Like, it's heavy. how are you gonna get that home? I mean, how do you get anything anywhere on the planet? Like, you put it on a boat or something, you know? Or a plane. That's a, yeah. Check that, it. Yeah. So he. Check, you can't
0: check he, a bench.
3: He didn't. uh, It's still some. It's still some in some apartment in Oslo. I'm not sure where it is, but he didn't bring it home, so it hasn't been fucked on by him. At least I don't think.
0: Let's talk about Oslo. I like that. Oslo is
3: like a city built for the streets and jibbing. Oslo is natty, natty speed heaven. Shit, man. Just besides snowboarding, it's just the shit. It's expensive. Why? I mean, why is it the shit? I just love. I, I just love the vibe of the city. It's like big, but it's not too big. I mean, the ocean's right there. We're swimming every day. You just bike around. There's a bunch of parks. The party scene is incredible. There's always something happening. Uh, I have untold amounts of friends there. Like, no matter what you want to do, there's always some, some, some like kind of crew that's down f- to do whatever you want. Like, you know? And as far as snowboarding comes into the picture, like, you can snowboard doing bus and train and subway and whatever. Like, you just subway to the mountain. And there's not that many cities in the world where you can actually do that. Um so it's like a metropolitan city hotspot where you could snowboard, you could do street shit. It's fun. There's a lot of people and it's just yeah. It's it's just yeah, I love it. There's okay. hills. You
0: don't
1: I have, have
3: to qu- have speed like I, I, bungees and stuff.
1: I got a question. King of Oslo, as mm. it pertains to snowboarding, who you got? King of Oslo?
3: Ooh, a lot of I mean Mikkel Bang is from Bærum Bat- mm. which is outside of Oslo, but he's kind of like He's never in Oslo in the wintertime, so I don't want to say him, but he's kind of the king of Oslo. And besides that, when it comes to like just vibing around and skating and shit. Wintertime, that is a tough one. Is there a king? There's always a king. Who's the king of Oslo? I might have to come back to that one. You mentioned mm-hmm. the uh the All public right,
0: transportation. About- I mm. went there and I was so stoked, and I rode it use it all the time. And I know last going to the airport, I was like talking to a local. I'm like, "This is great, man! This free train system is so cool." And they're like, "It's not free. <laughs> is all, you're supposed to like use some machine yeah. and system? pay." And yeah, honor you're system. supposed to pay. And apparently, you get in big trouble. And I just was riding around like you an get like idiot, a stupid American.
3: Fine, if you get busted.
0: That's but what I they're
3: out there checking and shit. But like, you can get away with it for sure. But apparently, yeah, I got yeah, away with it. All I don't week. do that anymore. I I pay for my shit because I like, can not be fucked. I didn't know I had no idea.
1: No, yeah. another question. Who's the king of Norway as a first snowboarder? Who's this, who's like the top dog? Top dog? I mean steamer? Uh, Are we going steamer? Who is the top dog? You got Steamer, Torgear, Stale, Torstein. Th- There's some fucked up names Yeah There's Torstein
3: some, is kind of some heads that shred. But like Mikkel Bang though. Yeah, Mikkel the dude. And then they have JP Solberg, but he's up there and kind of like rogue up in the mountains, but like yeah. I got to go Nickel.
1: Mickle, hmm. Good answer.
3: He's the fucking shit. All
1: right, buds. I think we should get into a Patreon question. Let's do it. Uh, do you want to talk about Patreon for sure. sure? Yeah, Patreon is basically our crew of people that support us, our listeners. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, some of the cool things that we offer for Patreon members is early access to prints, uh, some Patreon-exclusive merch, and one of the cool things is you get to ask a question like this, bud. So we yes. really appreciate you guys that support the show. So thank and you.
0: And good questions a lot of the times, like, like this kind of stuff we might never find out about. This is from Sean Lucy. Ooh. <laughs> he says, hey, Freddie, we're older now, and enough time has passed. Did you or did you not pee on the TV?
3: That's a great question from Sean Big Dick Lucy there. Um, I mean, I think... We all know there was no doubt that I actually did it. I admit it. I did it. But I'm going to need some more context. What the, what, the, what the story is is that we partied hardy in Seattle one night uh, at Aaron Blatt's house where a bunch of these people were staying, like Reese and Desiree and stuff. And uh, I got really drunk, and I fell asleep on the couch, uh, and... Rumor had it the following day that I had gotten up in the middle of the night and peed all over Aaron's TV, Nintendo, and DVDs. And the way I found out about this is like, Jano picked me up 7 a.m. and we're driving to Park City to do Holy Bolly. And I'm getting text messages from like Desiree and stuff like, yo, Freddie, you peed on the TV. And I'm like, hey, hey. you know, don't think about it because it's obviously a joke, you know? And then I get another te- text message, hey, you peed on the TV. It's like, yeah, oh, oh, funny. And then three days later, when they roll up to Holy Bolly, they were actually like, yo, no, for real. You peed on the TV. Brandon tried stopping you. You got up in the middle of the night, peed all over the TV, which is right next to the bathroom. So this is probably what I was thinking. And he tried stopping me. And then I just and I went back to sleep. Didn't realize that I had done it. I just ran out in the next morning and like jumped in the car. Pretty nice TV. What are we talking <laughs> I'm thinking like 40 inch, maybe um, plasma, maybe back then um, they were probably expensive. Was dude. it like loaded up so, on the wall? So you're like, I just have to, had have to climb
0: second. up to pee on this thing. Or was or it a
3: full <laughs> erection, like over the shoulder <laughs> yeah, style? Like, what what was going I on mean, here? because of the micro penis situation, I would have to <laughs> it go was tough, pretty huh? close <laughs> to the TV. I'm assuming I can't remember it, but he peed into the <laughs> HDMI uh, import yeah. <laughs> actually. <laughs> and the Nintendo, you had the to go into the Nintendo the audio plug. <laughs> But so the TV malfunctioned for a while. <laughs> Did I he guess. have to put
0: in a bag of rice or what? A giant bag and of rice? And
3: apparently the Nintendo was kind of fucked and there was like puddles of piss on the DVD covers, oh, which no, is like dude. the spread, the, re- the reach, not so good, but the spread is, <laughs> was amazing. Big spread. So um, I felt really bad when I found out, but then everything dried up and it works. So, and what's I wonder your, if he
1: still has this TV. What's your nickname?
3: <laughs> All that led to them calling me for at least a year Freddie Flat Screen. Flat, uh, flat screen or It wasn't screen just micro peen, it was Freddie. No, it was not just, flat just screen. the micro peen. <laughs> but uh Yeah. It was it, like the it was it you know when you get a funny nickname, you're like, ha that yeah, whatever. But that one I was like, God damn it, I don't want to be fucking called flat screen, you know? <laughs> it only happened once. I've never done that before or after. Well, we'll, well nobody's all gonna all have room. you
0: at their house after a night of drinking, too, if you're that guy that's peeing in the
1: corners, yeah. weird corners. Yeah. Now flat screen Freddie, I have a question for you. <laughs> um Are you a student of the game?
3: Uh, sometimes,
1: sometimes. (laughs) I heard you've been watching a lot of vids since you've been here. Uh,
3: since I've been here, since December 1st, I have, uh, watched a lot of videos, mostly because I've been a lot with snowboarders, uh, and looking for spots. Mm. So it's been fun. I've also watched a lot of snowboard movies during my life, but not as much the last few years as before, Mm. which is kind of the common thing for a lot of people, I think.
0: You've been queuing up, like,
3: all the Salt Lake video parts, just... Uh, trying to I see just who watched spot the, arena, the arena, in. the arena. Wow, wow but trigger.
1: So, not hard to turn. It some, was hard some to some big spots in there. Sometimes
3: it was hard because it was like a YouTube thing, so the, the parts would just go on, onto the next one. I wasn't always sure who I was watching because oh, everybody jumbled, was kind of wearing the same kit. Jumbled spots, the same spots, but it was it was fun. jumbalaya jumbalaya, like Dylan Thompson doing some like psycho shit. Front obviously.
0: blunt four fifths commit. Yeah, there was, yeah, he there had was to, a lot like, of four fifths. He had to retire to surfing. <laughs> After all those yeah. big, big drops, what do you think
1: about the front blunt four fifty out for fish commission? We just
3: looked at a spot yesterday, and I was like, "Why would you for board side four fifty this when you could just do something cooler?" You know what's cooler? I don't know. Something less, less is more. Smith grind often. Uh, depends. <laughs> I think less is more a lot of the times, but also four fifty out is crazy, especially at the spot where you are looking at. It. Like I could not even fathom. Like that's I think I never a big fucking spot. Think about It's dope. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A little spot, it's a little wild. Yeah. But the four so a lot of these like four fifty outs from closeouts, a lot of like the big shit, for me that gives me like more like, okay, that was fucking huge. The closeout for me never did it from like that's not adding anything to me as watching it as far as like that was sick. Yeah, it's gnarly, but you know what I'm saying? Like Doesn't add that much to Mm -hmm. it, so uh, for me, closeouts have just always been like, oh shit, nah, fuck that. I'm not (laughs) hitting fucking closeout because it's not worth it, you know. know, Risk versus reward
1: style. Trick trick nerd with closeout stuff that I think like I've always kind of thought was important is that if you're gonna do a trick on a closeout, you have to be on the inside of the closeout for your trick, right? So like if you're if you're coming up on a on a closeout rail. And you're coming into it frontside to do like a frontside board slide, and so the closeout would be Mm -hmm. on Mm. the inside. And you do a front blunt 450. You basically have to fall off the outside because to do it right, you'd actually clip the you clip the closeout. So that would be a good like frontside lip slide 270, or something where your like your tails on the inside, or you know like uh, switch nose slide pretzel, like you you know. But I I always hated the closeout tricks where you fall off on the outside. Mm. Those are illegal to me.
3: I've just been put too much of a pussy really to try those. Because they're scary. Because you're going to clip. I'm going to clip. When a dude has the right control, they're like almost dip in a little yeah, bit.
0: Yeah, you That's dip it in. That's like, what you want to see.
1: It's like, yeah. damn. Like, like, like a front board where you dip your tail below yeah, and then nose And then, then you're
0: popping and it's as legit as it can get. Yeah. But close-outs, Here's the thing. Close outs are, are just out. not in fashion anymore, huh?
1: I like closeouts Because, you know, if you try something, I'll go to a big close out of a parking garage. Back in, my, I'm a fucking office talk. <laughs> Let's not get carried away <laughs> here. But back in the day, uh, you know... It might only take five tries, or you're like, "Whew, this first one's gonna be scary." But like, i want to get a photo. It's gonna be easy. <laughs> and is it easy? It, it is easy. Yeah, it's easy if that's your thing. A- and then, and then, if I, I look at you guys and you're like, you know, some of the technical like mini shred stuff, I'm like, that must have taken fucking a hundred tries. Some of it
3: might. You can't hit a giant closeout a hundred like, times. If, if the
1: closeout takes more than five tries,
3: you're gonna start like I don't know. I lose focus and shit, and that's when you fuck up, I guess. So you don't want to be sessioning it, for sure. Like, gnarly spots, you don't want to.
2: You can only hit it so many times, your body.
1: Yeah. All right, well, we're talking trick nerds. I think it's time for you-know-what, buds. Name that video part. Name that video part.
2: Uh-oh.
1: Name that video part is presented by Mammoth. I don't know if you saw recently uh, they put Stony Buds' mini pipe. They put some signs up. Shout out to Gabe Taylor. Beautiful, beautiful
0: looking sign and pipe. I don't know if you've uh, seen that giant rail over there. I heard old Diesel might have handled it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, oh, I forgot oh, yeah, about that I did <laughs> oh, was, oh yeah oh, did even, I do that 126 128 <laughs> I haven't seen it haven't seen
0: Stevens that. was actually talking about the session to me on the phone and he's like it oh, was such a such a wonderful moment seeing Chris do that he was so excited for you
1: you know uh, that was uh, that was a good that was big for me you know I don't do that many tricks like I was, I was, uh, I'll tell you right I was there. I was flying a little too close to the sun after <laughs> like, that buds. I needed yeah. to get taken down a couple pegs a little pegs. cocky after that? That, I was feeling real hey, Chris, good I was on a clip Shut up.
0: yeah Steven yeah. said you were Dancing, kiss, <laughs> kiss your pinky ring. That was great. Was Steven said kid. you were dancing see. around after, just just yeah, talking, we were, all lit up. We were feeling Dude, what's good. sick? Uh, uh, when Mammoth putting in a rail like that, that's pretty legit. Like for
1: everyone to handle, that's yeah. That park uh, is so fun to ride because you get a million laps. I think it's two minutes to the top of Main Park, mm. and I got to cruise around with Gabe Taylor, and he gave me a. He was my chaperone, and we went. Hiked around, whacked pow turns, jumped off cliffs, ripped corduroy, which as I'm getting older, I Ripping thought, corduroy I unfortunately still. like I don't want to like it, but I like it. It's a good place for that. So anyway, huge shout out to Mammoth. They rule. If you're thinking about having a good time and want to plan a little snowboard vacay, head on over to Mammoth. Dude, I just look at Andrew Miller's Instagram and I'm like, I got to go there. What's up? Oh, dude, I'm going to name drop right now. Uh, me and JP, there's a 32 shoot we were doing a while ago, and we were on top of a Ridge. With uh, Jeremy Jones, Big Mountain, and we were like, "What in the hell? How do we end up here?" And we were like, <laughs> riding rowdy ter- uh, terrain off of the chairlift. You can get rowdy. Okay, rowdy. Yeah, can get you, rowdy. Yeah, you, you and who are with him? Me and JP Walker. So you you, you dropping a couple names? <laughs> <there>. Yeah, we're <laughs> dropping. So I, ju- I got to pick <laughs> that up. I just dropped <laughs> okay, a couple yeah. heavy <laughs> names. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's so. Y- I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Let's get it to name that video part. Shout out to Mammoth. You guys rule. Let's
3: fucking do that. <laughs>
1: All right, so uh, you know, I was told that you're you're kind of a nerd, and you you know the parts. So we're doing four, I think. We're gonna do I love four. that we're doing more. Than are you one? doing a lightning round? Sometimes
3: these things just fly lightning. by, and you know, lightning round. more?
1: You know, I might have gone too fucking easy, but uh, we'll we'll start it off with a fucking meatball. Here we go.
3: Big.
2: Look.
1: The hurdy-gurdy. The hurdy-gurdy man. The hurdy-gurdy is an amazing part. Back to you. Uh, that, that was a serious yeah. meatball. He actually had that clip, and uh, why don't you go jerk off to some snowboard videos, uh, which we will talk about <laughs> later. Um, skip to my loo, huh?
3: Classic skip to my loo video part segment. Right here.
1: <sighs> All right. Uh, I got another meatball. I think I went too easy. Here we go.
2: I want to shout every day.
3: Ted Anderson, Get Real? That's correct. This is... Making me more nervous than I thought because my confidence level inside is pretending to be ten out of ten, but this is really hard. Like you got yeah. two, you, yeah, got you got two, two. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you got two. Okay, you're, you're helping me out here.
1: Here we go. Oh. Um,
2: Change that tape.
3: Which one is it, though? Is that Scotty? Yep. Yeah. Is it? Thanks, Brain. Yes, it is. Wow, three for three. Wow. All right, Impressive. he's doing pretty Impressive. good. This
1: is we got the last one. Let's see how he does. Timeless video part. I don't know. I'm just not sure he's gonna Chris, get this one, but uh, Chris I Graneer, hope. Get real. This I would is the hardest one. <laughs> I would no, love to see him just get start. stumped. Yeah, we'll see how he does. Here we go. Focus, Freddie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I have that one. I can run it up again. Do you need it again? Sure, just for fun. <laughs> I'm blanking.
2: Give yep, yep, some
1: hint. I'm just gonna let you know. There's people driving in their car right now, screaming the name hey, of that that's video because they that's know what fine. it is. Yeah. Um, okay, it's it's a kids know video. It's the first one. Oh. So that that yeah. would that would that's,
3: be. it been it's a minute. Uh, I was on the burning bridges tip and. Uh, the first one I was like it wasn't I didn't own it. Mm. You know.
1: I should ask your age before.
3: I knew that one no, was maybe at your wheels. No, your No, nose. no, don't do that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you, just, don't you just you just have to
1: tell me so I don't have to like run through the... It's uh the Ender. It's Justin Hebble. Justin Hebble. Oh, it's Justin such a Hebel. good part. I'm actually I a little Justin I don't Hebel. want to say I'm disappointed. I mean,
3: I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> I think everyone's disappointed. <laughs> That's what I
1: like about... um, (laughs) You got three out of four, 75%. I mean, you only had to get one. You You really only had to get one to win. This is nice. For the listeners, it's a a Yeti carry-all filled with Bombhole merch. Uh, All available at bombhole.com. We got a maroon hoodie. Oh. Uh, We got some hats. We got some stickers. This is nice. keychains, smelling salts. Holy shit. Yeah. You can put all your items in there. You can put your bungee in there if you want.
3: Mm -hmm. I could put my bungee in there. That's a good bungee storage unit. This thing is.
1: Bungees are getting hard oh, to come by,
0: man. I was trying to find one no, for Scotty Steves. I had to call like sw- I'm four I'm swimming people. in bungees. Oh, you are? I'm
1: swimming in bungees. I don't know why I didn't call you. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally up to my neck in bungees. I thought maybe you bag. were like
0: retired. I figured you like sold all your bungees because no, you're no, like, we still you don't want to go out bungeeing.
1: Uh okay well I'm kind of a gym nerd you know so I kind Kids of like
0: minute. Uh, you just go out and bungee you know we, for fun we haven't bungee, pull asked,
1: bunch. We, I have pulled bunch for fun we haven't asked <laughs> I've been meeting to ask you how much can you bench press because oh, we've yeah. been talking about bench press good
3: Jenna wanted us to do a bench press battle but then I was like dude we're gonna get
1: injured both of us uh not, not diesel I, I will, actually, I'm actually I will literally just bench you under the table you you, <laughs> you probably will because I actually know how much I can bench he has diesel you,
3: attached to his name <laughs> the th- other thing is. This wrist right now is kind of fractured, and this wrist has just been a bitch already, from digging. So already making excuses. Sorry, we could uh, do
1: a cock push up. Cock push ups? Sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that sounds dangerous. Yeah.
1: But, hey. So but do you know? But have you ever tried to do you a max, do max bench?
3: Not max bench, but I'm probably like, what are we talking kilos or? I don't Pills. know. What, I don't even know don't what even, a kilo yeah,
1: is. I don't know what that is.
3: Yeah, I'm, we yeah. do pounds. Yeah, I've here never in the like States. been. Uh, I uh, spent a lot of time in the gym fixing this fucked up body, like hips and knees and ankles and shit. But I've never been big on the bench press. Maybe that's probably your problem. Never really cared for it that much. Maybe it's it the is. ultimate, bro. Straight up, don't care
1: about it. Maybe it is. It's the most, bro. Aos, can you bench, the most, bro, bro yeah. thing you could do at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Is bench. Oh, yeah. It's oh, sick. Yeah. Some, you got to Sick. You got to channel that inner bro and just love it. Sometimes. All right. We need the uh, next video part. Oh yeah. Name that video part. Part two for the listeners. Uh, if you know the song, comment on Instagram, on the Bombholes Instagram, on the photo of Freddie Perry. That's where we pick first person to comment the right name that video part. Gets what, buds? Prize pack. Okay, here we go. Mm.
2: Okay. That's Freddie,
1: you might you might know that. Do you not? Uh it's Yeah. Well let's beep that out so they don't know.
3: Yeah, yeah, they beep.
1: Okay. Uh, I was th- ass-
3: I was assuming you would beeping. Thank you for. Or you playing. could just put a like that on that. So it's yeah,
1: like... I like that.
2: <laughs>
1: I have a question. Do you do you have a favorite video part? Like an opus that like uh, not of yours, but of like. That's usually
3: I say Tris Parker lame. Lame, lame, yeah.
1: You like lame?
3: I like yeah. So I like th- that one. Parker
1: after bang. Hmm. I like after bang better.
3: Yeah, but like as far as like feel good vibes, that mm-hmm. one is is the one for it me is. for his the song is so there's, good. Yeah, a tear for fear. Talking. Yeah, there's a lot of good parts out there, so it's hard. But,
1: but I think I think that's a good, yeah. respectable answer. Should we hit another smeller before we just get us through? We're, we're, yeah. we're getting into it here. We're, get us through. Get, you know. <laughs> get us, oh, put I me through the, the misery. You know? I need a like, smeller. Yeah, here, I'll just, you start this one off. It, oh, you can I'll, you
0: start off.
2: Oh, <coughs> oh, <coughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> oh, <coughs> God. <coughs> <coughs>
1: wow. Oh, shit. Yep. Uh, we do Where's have Pepper spray. Run Through Wall Smelling Salts and uh, Run Through Walls oh, Mace God. as that was well. horrible. Available <laughs> at bombhole.com. We also oh. have uh, like those uh, tasers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Run away from the cops! Yeah. Tasers. Bombhole tasers. <laughs> Bombhole tasers. We should look into that, <laughs> bud. Maybe yeah, get a that's couple. A sick. We Just should, should get like a little electrocuted.
3: <laughs> Is there like an electrocution thing on the, on the wheel? there? I think no? we. I think in. I you almost think
0: you get tasers in Alibaba. We, or did, what? Didn't we do back I in the could. day
1: with Zach Hale one of our early episodes, Ooh. like first five? We when he got named that video part wrong, I think dog we, collar. we dog collared him. Ooh. She isn't that bad?
0: We should start doing that again. Yeah, taser, mean, a real taser though, would, if you lose, would be tight. So yeah, that sounds pinching. good. Like, I got a good line right here. Yeah, if yeah, they get yeah, it dude. wrong, oh my god!
1: Oh, were they, the one that shoots? in you? I was <laughs> thinking shoots. the ones that you just no, I'm touch talking them, like the across
0: the room, and <laughs> it shoots. Like I could probably get, I could probably get Julian from here. Dude. <laughs>
1: you know, what, you know what might be better than a, than a taser, buds, if you get it wrong and name that video part is a tranquilizer dart to the <laughs> neck. A blow
2: dart. Jesus Christ.
3: We got to start looking into what hey, we can do. I forgot a thing about talking about parts and stuff. I had this little guy, which is uh, one of the last bench press uh, stickers oh, ever wow. of Casper Hegstrom, uh, my best friend, who's also tattooed on my arm right here, that we should put somewhere if you want it. Well, those uh, are similar. Uh, it's the Yosh inspo. Yeah, they're similar Info. to the Yosh. It's 100 Yosh inspo stickers. Yeah. I swear, Yosh is around,
0: around here somewhere.
1: He's got, yeah, there's He's, a lot of. He was. I don't know T
0: Bird's over there. Yosh was around here. We'll have to get yeah. Yosh up well, in
1: here. T Bird and uh, Danny's Bonaducci <laughs> yeah, look alike. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Uh, let's keep things moving here. Keep it moving. I think we should get into a little thing we like to call spite boarding. <sighs> you know, do you want to maybe describe spite boarding and uh, what it is? My
3: interpretation of spite boarding is kind of like, for me, it was uh, if you have some built up. Fucking feelings or aggression or like something that you want to like get rid of or like I'm gonna show this be- this person or these people or myself la 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 that I can do this or I can do better la- and then go snowboarding and like get kind of gnarly with it just to like just because kind of almost you know and I was doing a lot of spotboarding this season. I filmed Greenberg. About. Because the, fall, the year before that, I got out of a relationship that kind of fucked me pretty bad. And this is a pretty gnarly story, so maybe we don't have to like talk details and shit, but there was a person that uh, decided to cheat on me three days after my ankle surgery, which was two days after my dad being diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. So there was a lot of sandbags on my shoulders. This is like May. And then after this person did this to me... Uh, this person tried to not live anymore in front of me, uh, which I had to then stop. And then that also happened twice more the same day, different scenarios, as I'm running around on my casted ankle foot while my dad is like, all this shit going on. So it's like lightning bolt situations from left and right, also trying to like deal with uh, a fucked relationship situation, but also trying to save a person's life. And this was just like, how the fuck am I supposed to deal with this shit? Like, so I'm going through the summer, literally crying myself to sleep for like eight weeks, straight up. Thinking that, oh, uh, somebody cheats on you. It's over. Like, right. Rule number one, right? But then it happens and then you're like, hey, but I love this person. And this person regretted it to the point where this person did not want to live anymore. Like, that is the, it's pretty fucking intense. So then I'm in my head, like, injured. Depressed, sad, trying to figure out like what am I gonna do? Like, forgive, forget, forgive, forget, la la la. So, month and a half later, I take my uh, sick dad to France because we'd been talking about watching the Tour de France for twenty years. We go on a road trip; it's the most amazing time. Uh, fucking love, love my dad. He's my hero. He's like a fucking the champion. Shout out to this guy. Should we give him a, Let's give him the super air horn. Oh yeah, he's the man. Okay. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah fuck yeah and then we get back from this trip which was fucking dope we're like camping in my element we're driving up Alpe and we're watching the Tour de France like we're living the dream and then I come back and I'm like you know what I have to end it with this person because this is not I'm gonna hold it against this person and like you know it's just gonna be a shit show what happens next time something not really happens like this is crazy like what if we have kids and like blah 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 and then when I when I'm I do. I end it. I realize that oh, she cheated on me again while I was gone with my dad in France. So it's just like it was just getting comedic, almost like the levels of shit that I was dealing with. So snowboarding was not on my mind at all. Like I didn't give a fuck about that shit. But then winter comes around, and I'm like getting this opportunity to film with Scott for Greenberg, which is like a blessing from somewhere. And uh, I start filming. But I'm still fucked up inside, right? I'm, 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 like, frustrated. Why did this happen to me? You start getting bitter about, like, uh, recognition, uh, sponsorship support, like, people saying stuff to you, but it's not being delivered, empty words. And there's just a lot of negative shit all over, you know? And my ankle was, like, so I've had a lot of gnarly injuries and, like, knee surgery and this and that. But the ankle was, like, fucking me hard. Like, my mobility and my left ankle is non-existent, and if I just slightly tweak it it feels like somebody's like almost jamming a pencil in there you know it's very hard to like i've been to 20 doctors and they can't figure it out they're kind of like hey we don't have all the answers you know which is tough to hear because i'm like limping to the bathroom every morning you know so this is all happening while i'm filming greenberg and i'm taping my ankle every day snowboarding to the point where i was like (laughs) mid-season i'm pulling off tape and i'm like ripping skin off like i'm bleeding because of the skin is not loving it, you know? It's not. You're not supposed to be doing that for this long. Also, every session would hurt, you know? I'm like, once, I couldn't really land switch, like, because I was, then I would bend my left knee, which would then bend my ankle, and it was just, like, a shit show. So every session was kind of fucking painful, just fucking physically and mentally, but I still, like, w- wanted to savor this opportunity to film for, like, one of my all-time favorite heroes and a lovely person, and, like be involved with all you guys to do this project, you know? So I, the belief in trying to get something cool for that was, like, trumping all of it plus, like, like fuck this shit, you know? I'm going to fucking show these guys. Who, who are these guys? I don't know. Maybe just fiction of my imagination. But, like, this person, I was just like, all right, you're never going to see my face again. You're never going to see me again. Like, you're never going to talk to me. Like, you're out of my life. It was You just made it really easy when you did this thing again. And, uh, yeah, that was – ended up filming, which is my favorite, like, my best video part, I think, as far as, like, creativity and spots and tricks that I'm really hyped on. And especially – I'm very proud of myself for doing that when (coughs) I was going through all that shit because that was, like – I don't know how I did that, really, to be honest. It's, like, kind of a blur, you know? (laughs) Spikeboarding.
0: That's some next-level spikeboarding.
2: I love yeah. that. I love that. And
3: I I would just also add like who knows if we cut that shit out cuz it's that's well, that was, heavy and personal quite, and
0: It's kind of good stuff for life. It's almost like not it. my
3: position to talk about this on the perspective from this other person, but I would just then ask people to not try to figure out who this was or like just let it be, you know? This is just for this room and whoever listens and yeah. That's all I would like to
1: say about that, you know. Well, thank you for sharing that. And uh, I think that it is inspiring to take hardships and turn them into fuel that's that's uh pretty special to to see how that worked out and can be inspiring and and you know if you think about music and anything creative like the best stuff seems to spawn from turmoil and look at your greenberg part you got ender it's fucking awesome
0: it also, when I'm it rains, it. it pours, oh, and dude. that's just life,
3: you know. And you handled it and got your part you wanted, and yeah, everyone's also got to add. I had it. a lot of fun doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I love being out there and just fucking talk shit and look for spots and like bug my friends, you know. <clears throat> uh, also, I have to add that that shit would not be possible without Martin Strom, my very good friend, who filmed that uh, for pretty much no money. Had to argue with my sponsor to just get him a little bit, like ridiculously low symbolic amount. But, yeah, like, my friends, they, uh, they pull up, and I really appreciate it. Shout out to them. When you needed yeah. it, too, huh? Oh, yeah, big time.
1: So you use you snowboarding as an outlet. I mean, it was already
3: there, but it was just like, who knows what I would be doing if I wasn't, you know? I don't know. And while we're talking about it, it's also, I kind of went through a sh- another shitty year while I was filming prequel. Uh, because I was having more troubles with like sponsors loving to tell me that I'm their favorite snowboarder and I'm this and that. And, oh, we see a lot of this in you. Let's do this. And then nothing happens. And when I ask, oh, maybe cause I've been chronically undervaluing myself. I remember making bench press. Like I finished the whole thing just because I wanted to. So I usually work like six, seven, eight months a year just to like say what did not work and like make my own shit. And I remember like hitting up a partner. <laughs> hey, uh, this is the movie. Like, it's finished, right? Do you want to sponsor it? Bent metal. And I was like, uh, would you like to sponsor it for $500? Like, I'm like, oh, That's that's one month of rent. And I was all right. That's what I'm thinking. He goes, uh, you could have a thousand. Whoa. I love really? when people do that, right? Really? Yeah. I was like, oh, sick. And it's still like, looking back, I could have gotten way more. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like not even thinking about like the financial like <coughs> stuff that you could, Get from anything, pretty much.
1: That's something that's interesting to talk about because I see in our little circle of Salt Lake and snowboarding in general, there's there's a lot of like, you know, like nobody's calling me to do anything. Like my my phone hasn't been ringing to like make to be a part of something. And and you are a sponsor's dream because you're self sufficient. You're like I'm gonna go make my own video mm. with my friends and I'm just gonna do it on my own. I don't need, I need like very minimal help. And so, uh, I don't know. I mean, when I look at things like that, I, I feel like, especially like, you know, the stuff with the skits and how you're such a personality. I mean, that's worth a three year fatty docu sign, you yes, know, fucking send is. it across <laughs> the table, you know? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's go. Um, thank you for that. I mean, it's always, I've never done a video project that I didn't want to do. Like, I've always just, it's it's happened because I want to do it. And often I just film and then while I'm filming, I'll figure out what it is. Sponsors don't want that. They want, what are you going to do? It's like, I don't know what I'm going to do yet because I want it to be something that I want to do and it's got to come like organically and like an idea that I like or something stupid.
0: They want to see the deck. <clears throat> you got to get budged and they have to get budged from other people. Dude, so I made,
3: you got so to start making fake decks. I've made some pretty sick decks. I'll tell you about a deck. Let's, let's talk deck. Kind of like a little micro deck that I've been... Yeah, you've been making micro
1: decks? <laughs> Small deck. So the prequel <laughs> video part... i
3: anaconda decks out there, you know what I'm saying? The prequel video a tuna part... tuna can deck, actually. <laughs> you know where I'm like, uh, so there's the, I'm doing the video and this guy's like watching me. You know the surveillance and there's a person who's watching my whole career. And like, who is this guy? He's the chosen one. So prequel, that idea was supposed to be a welcome to the team idea that I pitched like a few brands but my biggest pitch was to the brand Fred Perry, you know, the fashion <laughs> yes, brand. Yes. Wow. So, Because like Louis Vuitton was doing shit and skating and like like all these like kind of high-end fashion stuff is trying to do cool shit. So I made this deck where it's like a storyline. Okay, this is, uh, okay, all these brands are doing this. All these brands are doing this. The time is now. Like you could get into being involved with extreme sports. That's it's the coolest it's probably ever going to be right now. Uh, and there's a story. where you follow this Frederick Perry and we follow this person who's like, Hmm, who, is this guy going to be what we need for the marketing team? Nah, nah, nah. And we see like some photos from my clips this season. And then you see me get a phone call, which I do in the video and I fly to London. I show up in front of the headquarters. So I had the headquarters of Fred Perry in, in the thing and I walk into the room and the guy that's been watching me the whole time turns around and it's me and I'm like meeting myself and it goes, welcome to the team. Welcome to Fred Perry. Fred Perry, and th- sent this this pitch to like the Norwegian distributor, and I and they said they sent it to the fucking main quarters at London, but they probably didn't, you know. And I was like, damn, that's that was a I was a really proud of
1: that one, but that's, nothing. It's pretty dope, dude, buds. If you haven't seen prequel, it's all filmed like uh, security cam footage. That sounds. Dope. Then it's got like the security can, cam grain on it, and it's like up in the corner of a building, and it's you. It's a it's a great concept on that. So Incre- that
3: was also. Supposed to be a prequel to a larger project called The Man, which I was trying to pitch to people and like sponsors and stuff. But I was like, to make it the way I would want to make it, I would have to like actually have some money, like a lot of money. Cause I would want to do like expo- it would be like kind of an action thriller comedy, snore movie. <laughs> <laughs> but like for real. Amazing, man, and I, I mean... wanted to be at like to get like the production value was suppo- supposed to be kind of the humor in it. But I was just not getting anywhere close. So I just had to scratch it. So the prequel is just a prequel to whatever, like, the rest of my career, I guess. But that was also filmed during a lot of stress. Like, I was finishing up my bachelor. I, I was doing school. Uh, what did you get your bachelor's in? Uh, Art Direction. Just finished it this uh, last summer. Wow, it's fucking New Year's. Jesus Christ. 2023. So here we go. Um... Bachelor's degree, work, editing stuff, uh, love life shit. And then another round of like a sponsor that was like saying shit but didn't deliver. So I was like kind of getting over it. But I still filmed the prequel thanks to Martin Strom again. And we made something that I'm really proud of because it, it was a lot of work. And it was just like we were like, the, our squad was like, this is fun. You know, we're, we're having a good time making this. And uh, then another round of fucking uh, heartbreak. That shit sucks, man. That shit is the worst, and that shit followed me through whole 2022. And I had a broken rib in my back, which took me out for two months. It was just like a shit show snowboarding wise. So that was like a a month of like, now we need to make this thing ASAP because we have a month of snow, and also I'm healthy-ish. Let's go. So we we also got that done. So I'm I'm happy about it. But yeah, you got any? Love life advice, <laughs> stones, some Dude, heartbreak. you can't you...
0: fight it. I mean, you gotta, It's what do they say? It's better to have loved and lost and never have loved at all. Mm. You gotta get and go through it. It's just <clears throat> life, man. Eventually, yeah. you,
1: you'll find the one. I feel like you're a person that loves big, too. Mm-hmm. I love pretty hard, too, love... if you know what I'm saying. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, you know. laughs> we, we do. But, but like, it, it's, to full, if you fully open your heart and, and then it gets broken, it's, it's Dude, a lot. Dude, I'm of... such a hopeless
3: romantic
0: and
1: yeah. it,
3: it's, Get good, I guess. The but person's it's the out socks. there, though, it's going to happen. It's just when,
0: you yeah. know, and don't settle, you know, oh. find find the oh, best yeah. friend, find, find the, the best, find the love of your life. Don't settle because that it'll be worth it. Thanks. Guys. And then you'll look back and be like, ah, whatever, it is what it is. Now I'm with this person that's dope.
3: Mm hmm. Great.
0: Great. <laughs> How about your ankle, dude? That thing ever heal up? Because I got a lifelong ankle dude, issue, too. I went to the, tough. like,
3: Olympic doctors, like, doing the national snowboarding team and all those, uh, like, alpine guys, and I walked in there, and I have a good friend of mine who works there, Lars. He, he's helped me a bunch, but these other doctors are kind of like, oh, you're on the national team? Like, no.
2: Oh. Hmm.
3: Uh Do you do this for a living? Like, no, not kinda. Oh, okay, interesting. Like, they were, like, kind of not taking it seriously. Like, these guys are not thinking about my ankle when they go to sleep at night. But if I was like some Olympic guy, I would feel like they would maybe, I don't know. Then at the end of the day, they go like, hey, we don't have all the answers and this ankle, we don't know what's up with it. Like it, it's, it hurts to touch it, but the photos show that it's fine. They've gone in twice, twice surgery. They remove what they can of sketchy shit and then nothing happens. So I don't know, we've tried it all. And now it's kind of like, I'm just accepting that it's going to be painful. Which is probably going to suck way more in twenty years than it is now. But right, like, what am I supposed to do with it? I do. I train a lot, like, of PE shit and
1: red stiff boots,
3: stiff as fuck. Re- actually, I hate what uh, riding stiff boots. So that's one thing that kind of changed my riding. I'm like ra- uh, landing with my back way more than I used to because of the boot stitch and my ankle stitch.
1: I get a question from uh, none other than Ted Borland. Here we go. Hey, what's up, Chris Stone Frederick? Ted Borland here with a question for Freddie. Freddie, you always seem to have some sort of injury going, yet you also like to choose sketchy spots where you might not notice how dangerous it is until the slightest wrong turn can get you. Do you crave the legitimizer? And also, how have injuries affected your snowboard career? Ted
3: Borland, huh? Gotta say, Ted Borland. Hang
2: on.
3: Ted Borland, one of the most underrated writers out there ever. Straight up. That guy has done some incredible things. And he's also just a silly little goofball. Mm.
2: Dude, legitimizer, the the
3: guy that goes like fucking knob rails, which is like, I don't touch that stuff. Fuck that shit. Dude, I don't crave legitimizers, they just happen, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because shit is sketchy sometimes. And like often I, I'm not choosing spots that are gnarly on purpose. It's just like, oh, there's, I mean, bike racks are, like, sketchy, but it's leading into another thing. It's, oh, see, bike rack? I'm going to, try, like, try it. But that's also a thing I've stopped doing because I, in the prequel part, I, like, almost landed on my neck in one of those things, and it's like, all right, I'm done. So now I'm trying to snowboard smarter than I ever have. Like, I'm not doing cheese stairs. Why? I'm not doing closeouts. I'm not doing bike racks. Knob rails, fuck that. And oh, it's getting dark. We have one hour light, and oh, we didn't, we haven't started setting the spot up yet. Now nah, I'm good. I'll wait for another time. You know, I've had too many injuries, too many hours fucking healing after surgery. So I'm like, <clears throat> time has to be right. Spot has to be dope. I'm, I'm thinking, dope to fucking risk ratio it has to be on point. It just the other day, like, oh, the clip was looking slow and boring, but it was gnarly. Fuck that. Let's not do it. Like I'm trying to. Do fun stuff. I'm not trying to, like, just fucking scare the shit out of myself, which I also have, but, yeah, I don't know. Kind of forgot what he asked me. But.
1: Well, he said something about injuries, too, that I think that's good for our listeners. Any advice for somebody that just got broke off and they're going to be laid out on the couch Ooh. for four months?
3: So I just had hip surgery last... That was also a thing that happened. 20, that was 2021. I had hip surgery. I was kind of excited for it because, like, I have had a lot of hip pain my whole life, which I thought stemmed from soccer, but it was mechanical i guess so i'd been walking around years and years stretching trying everything like this and that and this and that it was getting kind of depressing and then we fi- find out it's actually the bone that was wrong so my hip so it's called acetibular impingement so my thigh bone knuckle isn't fitting wasn't fitting in the hip joint perfectly so i was like tearing fucking cartilage out and i was getting squished when i was moving both hips and it, it explained so much so i stopped like trying to stretch because i was just annoying the pain so then they could go in, shave off the bone, like they literally pull out the fucking hip thing, uh, shave the bone, sew it up, and I was like, "All right, good. I'm 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 excited for this because this is k- causing me a lot of pain and fucking stress." So, and the, but the catch with hip surgery was, you have to lay on your back for four weeks, which sounds pretty heavy. But I was like, "Fuck yeah, I can edit. I got schoolwork to do, watch movies, fucking whatever. Let's go." And I lay on my couch. <laughs> And like after three hours, my back was starting to get fucked. Like I was <laughs> <Three> like <hours. laughs> back pain, like serious, like help me move. I'm getting like fucked. Didn't even think about that. Like hip pain was fine because I was, you know, I was prepared for it. But then there was this whole other thing. So you can, I sometimes am looking forward to like just, okay, we're going to fix this knee thing. It's going to suck. But I was also very excited. Like, so my three knee surgeries, I would go, I go like this, you know, I'm not drinking. I'm not doing anything. I'm like straight trying to fix my shit because my motivation is I want to snowboard without pain, right? Which is the only way to do it. I have a lot of friends that have been saying that they go to the gym, they've been saying that they ride the bike, but they haven't. And they pop their shit again, they pop their shit again, they pop their shit again. So if there's anybody out there that's injured, I'm telling like straight up, you just got to go 120% focus on this thing. Also, obviously find other shit. If you have a girlfriend that likes to spoon you, great. If you don't, hang out with your boys, play some FIFA, and try to, like, do everything as right as you can. You're not going to be doing it 100% right the whole time, but, like, you have to fucking try. Get on the bike, go to the gym, try to eat healthy, I guess, which I'm bad at, but that's pretty much it.
1: Uh, Another part of Ted's question, he said, uh, do you crave the legitimizer? Why don't you explain what a legitimizer is to our listeners, too? (laughs)
3: Uh, a legitimizer is if you do a trick on a spot or anywhere and you eat shit and it shows that the spot, it, it shows that the spot is actually gnarly. Like it wasn't easy because some tricks you'd be like, oh, that was easy, whatever, move on. But then sometimes you see people slamming on these same spots and it's like, holy shit, I didn't even think of that. That's gnarly. Like, holy shit. More often, more often than not, it's... You get the trick, and then you try to do it better, and then you eat shit. But then they use it <laughs> as this slam, and it pretends that you went back up and got it. But that also happens sometimes.
1: Yeah. Good shit. I love it. Um, I think we should talk into some nerdy nerdy trick talk, uh, some some of my favorite notable clips from yourself. Uh, I want to start with, from Greenberg, it's the ender of the movie. You 50-50, and then ride across a ton of trash cans, and then you 50-50... Like the bottom rail, there's mm. you know you you bridge the rails with like fucking fifty trash cans. Uh, I want to hear the story behind that clip.
3: Uh, so that's a trick I've thought about for a long time. This zone is the Toyen Park. It's kind of like the rail gardens in Oslo. There's a bunch of sh- different stuff you can do, and it always gets played. <coughs> but then every time, like you find new shit to do. So we in ha- Oslo we have these like green kind of perfect round trash cans, and I'd always wanted to like link them together, but. It's pretty far, you know? So the one time I did try to get it done, I was, like, out for three hours walking all across fucking Oslo to find these fucking trash cans in the middle of the night, like, stealing them, loaning them, pretty much. Like, trying to, like, not have people bust me stealing these guys. And I would hide them behind the house. There's, like, a tiny little house right next to it. And then the next morning, like, run out, put them put all there. Uh, that time I tried it, the, f- the first time, didn't get it because it was snowing and I'm, like, literally the worst snowboard on the planet when it comes to like light r- rain drizzle or even snowing. I'm like, mm, I'm such a little bitch, you know? And I was like, I'm not going to put my goggles on and like, it was rail riding with goggles is sketchy. You know, I, you, it limits your eyesight and all that shit. But I tried, couldn't get it. And then I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Put all these fucking trash cans back? So I just hid them behind the house again. And they stood there for like, I would say almost two weeks before <laughs> I got somebody else to come film me. Cause that's a hard thing, in also there's Martin Strom. That's pretty much it. Who can so? I just one of my skate homies come and just hold the fucking can. <laughs> like, <laughs> can you please just try to keep this shit steady? And I went back one day. It was sunny, and then it, it got. I got it pretty quick. But these poor people's trash cans were out for two weeks. I mean, they're public ones, but I guess. Oh, they're public. And when I put them back, there was a bunch of snow in the trash. But hey, it should melt. I don't know. Yeah.
1: So that clips. Unbelievable, love it. The other, the other one I love from that part is the back 180 onto the sea rail, Mm. like the wrong way sea rail, I guess. Almost Mm. that's in the same park, basically across the street, right? You walk there. Same park,
3: pretty much. Yeah, that's like a legendary Oslo spot Mm -hmm. that a lot of people have been hitting, and I, I'd been thinking about that trick for like five years, but the time never lined up with there was enough snow because we get snow, but it's very like random because it's a coastal city, so it'll be gone the next day all of a sudden and this spot you need a lot of snow because there's, there's like a ledge at the bottom that you want to be like covered up so uh, fridge wanted to come hit it with me and i was like yeah let's let's go dig it out tonight like the night before and he goes oh why oh because i don't want to spend three hours digging the stairs you know, draining all my energy before i'm trying like the scariest trick i've ever tried you know i want to be focused and like ready for the shit so we go there we dig it out pimp it all nice look at the spot you know think about it complain contemplate a little bit i like that Go back the next day because he's hitting the other side. He wanted to front 270, which is also fucked. Um, and he starts hitting it. Like, I'm taking my time. No rush. So he's well into his, like, 270 battle uh, before I even start 50 it. So I do maybe, like, four or five 50s just to feel like because I've n- never hit the rail before. It's really steep. And that was kind of a thing that was like, oh, fuck. I'm like, you're really, like, slapping down on the, in the landing. And then, I mean, push comes to shove. I just have to try it. And then I was up there, like, ready to drop in. And I was, like, in my head, I'm, like, I might break my legs right now. <laughs> but let's go. I have to try it because I cannot stop thinking about this trick. So I was pr- prepared for <laughs> that, which is pretty fucked. But, like, here we go. And then a uh, few attempts. I just come off the on the outside, not the inside. And I was, like, oh, this is it's not too bad. It's scary, but it's not too bad. But then I'm, like... You don't want to be sessioning this thing, you know? So I'm getting it all into my head. And then, like, at the end of it, it's not that many tries, I would say. Maybe, like, 10 or something. But I'm, like, thinking about my dad and shit. Like, yo, this one's for you. Like, I'm going deep within myself to find, like, let's fucking go, you know? Also, a trick that I found out that I like to laugh about, like, if people are having a hard time landing tricks, which I can, like, I'm not that fucking strong. But it's just, like, I forgot about, like, actually tightening my legs. Like, actually tightening my fucking glutes. Like, tighten your butthole. So I'm, like, thinking about my dad. Like, this one's for you, but I'm also thinking, tight your butthole, tight your butthole in the landing. <laughs> like, back when I help, and then, like, there the landing is. And then I got it, and it was, like, really satisfying. Why does tightening your butthole help you land? Because you're just, like, you're tightening the biggest muscles uh, of your body.
1: The glutes. <clears throat> Big old glutes. That helped? It did yeah, yeah help. I think it does. Yeah, you it's gotta. Like, yeah, that, you gotta so remember when to when you don't have the landing gear. That's the thing is yeah. you don't want Bambi legs. You can. Bambi you can. Legs. You don't want Bambi legs. Gumby you want. Legs. You want to
3: come down with. Something. There's so many like steps, right? So I'm thinking about the 180. Mm-hmm. But I also have to think about the landing because if I'm not, I'm just gonna be splatting every time. Splat, splat, splat.
1: And the way, if you come naturally on a back 180, you come off to the outside, which is putting you into the death trap of the sea. So mm-hmm. that's why that one's oh. especially scary.
3: Yeah, but the the thing about this sea is it's got it's got a lot of legs. Yeah, true. You could get your boat in there, but it's like way less, uh, like likely than a normal one. You know, so that was very,
1: very helpful
3: for the uh, attempt.
1: I like this uh, trick mentality thing because I I kind of want to. I had an epiphany the other day when we were hitting that long rail in Mammoth that the front board, the
0: three thousand uh, foot long rail, one
1: hundred and twenty six foot front board, the centimeters, what, it's three thousand centimeters. <laughs> uh, I I realized this with it. It it's almost like if you're trying to attract somebody that you're into, right? Like if you're going, if you're into. If you want to attract a female, for example, right, you you don't want to be too desperate, is what I realized about it. Because then it kind of repulses, like it doesn't want you to get it. It's like a, a, a girl. You'll a, never get this. You'll yeah, never get yeah, this. Exactly. That kind of, that kind exactly. of situation. Exactly. And then you get yeah. frustrated. You want it. If you want it too bad, you get so frustrated that it clouds your judgment. So some, I've like on that one, I realized it was like I'm just gonna let it come to me. -hmm. And it was like I I don't even I don't even care. You know what? I don't even care if I get this. Mm -hmm. that and and I was the least likely to go off the end of that fucking thing, to be honest with you. But I didn't even care. And it's it's like attracting if you're if you're going after somebody, you know, you wanna Mm -hmm. you wanna uh, what's the word, court them, you know? There's a way to do it. You don't don't wanna be too desperate. I think that's the same way with tricks. You don't wanna want it too bad because then you'll get too frustrated and Mm -hmm. it'll cloud your judgment.
3: There's also it depends on the spot, but you have to have a, a level of that in it, for sure. And then I landed my trick way before Fridge did, and he was like, "Dude, I started this fucking thing way before <laughs> you, and you're just gonna <laughs> land it before me." And then I and I went over to like his zone because I was all so focused. So these rails are just like on the opposite side of each other. Mm-hmm. I walk over to him and he's like, "Dude, your landing's all fucked up. It's up. It's uphill."
2: Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: what? Because he was just so focused on the trick, but like you have to like help yourself a little bit. So I just dug out the mound that was in his landing, and then like within three tries he had it. Because he was so good every time, you know? But he was just getting on the back mm-hmm. seat and wheeling out. and I don't know. I didn't know Fridge hit the streets. He hit the streets, and then he backed to 70, the same rail I did just after that. And then I iced that little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hey, is it okay if I back to 70? Yeah, for sure, do your thing. And then after that we went and hit another rail for Greenberg. But Which one? It's like the, the crazy kink that you just hit the odd bottom down flat down with the long flat. Mm-hmm. And you switch front board it? Yeah, the switch front board yeah, one. Good yeah, good clip. That one's a fun fun reel.
1: Good yeah. stuff. <laughs> okay, uh, another kind of a sneaky clip that I think it was early. I think it was in Brain Dead Heart Attack maybe, but um, where you come in, you like duck under a bridge, you backslide, and then you stand up and thread the needle through two little mm. deals. I love that clip.
3: That was also doesn't look that scary, but it was pretty scary because I'm going very fast into this. And I was like, oh, don't hit your forehead, you know, on this fucking brick thing. But that was, yeah, that was a cool little guy, I guess it was fun to get. After that, people were like just sending me duck spots and like, oh, you're the duck guy. Like Kus- more of a coffin K- yeah like but you're like ducking on the shit or like, shining not shit. Become like, the duck guy so Kuska like every, every duck time. dynasty yeah. duck dynasty over here duck duck Kuska shout right. out to Swedish film homie Kuska he, he was just like kept sending me <laughs> these, <laughs> these kind of spots I'm like dude I can do other shit than just nah, duck you're the also duck after guy. bench press like I wanted to do to do bench press to like oh I like mini shredding and like creative stuff and then after that it's just like oh mini shred guy like Here's a bench, like mini shit, like which I also like. But I, I was like, dude, I'm not just that. I think, I think, maybe that was
1: also a thing. You're for, the Peking duck, dude.
3: I don't fucking know.
1: I'm just <sighs> no. I do like you. You're you do have an interesting blend of conventional A grade rail tricks, creativity, and mini shred. It's okay, it's a good it's a good balance. Yeah, yeah you don't want to you don't want to get pigeonholed. Nobody wants to you don't want to get put in a box. Nobody wants to you be the know. Chad's Gap guy. Yeah. You
3: know that's why. Do yeah, that shit. You know. <laughs> Just I
1: don't feel like the, the
0: Chad's Gap guy <laughs> wants to be the Chad's Gap guy. That's like their thing. Oh, I they're would, into
3: it. I'm so far away from everything. They're down. Drop me on that fucking thing. That's for sure. All right, we got to talk skits. First, yeah. first and
1: foremost, I got to talk about my favorite one, the best one. I think that your be, your best work uh, is the Harold and Kumar reference, uh, where he's like, "Why don't you go jerk off to some snowboard videos, asshole," and then it cuts to you, uh, and you're yeah, <laughs> yeah. and. Uh,
3: Pretending you're... that I don't jerk off to Storm movies, but hey, we've all been there. Come <laughs> on, guys, let's go. I mean, it might be on the background. I'm not saying you like actually jerk off while you're like. That's what's stimulating you. Maybe it is. I don't know, but we've all been there. Yikes! God damn it. Um, how do you feel about that? The jerking or the skit? The skit. The skit. The skit I I was like honestly not that sure I was gonna post it because I was like, is this too like crazy or like, are people gonna? vibe or not and then at the end of the day it's just like i think it's funny i'm gonna post it and then people
1: ate that shit up which is fun we got a guest question from pika burner oh lovely here we go
3: hey freddie it's pika jesse and i are sitting in bed talking about you which we do sometimes
1: I hope that doesn't freak you out but I just wanted to know about your acting aspirations because I saw your commercial recently where you are repping the Norwegian post office and I was blown away how did you start acting and what are your plans because I must see more okay thanks bye
3: I is so lovely she's the best Such a soothing voice. Send me some, like, meditation stuff, uh, Pika, please. The acting has just been, like, kind of happening organically. Like, it hasn't been, like, a thing that I've planned out to do. But uh, Casper, the creative reduction, and um, one of my best friends, he is, like, legit. He went legit, and he does legit commercials and music videos and shit, so we have to do a major shout-out, big super horn to Casper, because I would not be here, my snowboarding-wise, without that guy, without my parents or without Casper. So, yep, He just did a Radiohead music video. How fucked up is that? You go from Duction video parts to award-winning Radiohead shit. That's fucked. Uh, Acting. So, he's put me in some shit, like some music videos, and his swedish friend uh, jacob markey who's a director he's apparently also liked my stuff over the years and wanted me to try out for this post office ad that Pike is referencing referring to which is like a forrest gump uh, kind of parody but it's pretty fucking epic like big ass budget and shit and this was happening all in the midst of like the shit we were talking about earlier with like love life and bachelor degree and stress 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 but all good things kind of but uh that that was a really fun experience and uh i liked it and i would like to do more of it but it has to be i don't want to be the oh i want to be an actor like put me on tv look at me blah 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 like it would have to be happening organically to some extent and if it would be something funny i would tend to enjoy it more i think but i'll cry i'll fucking cry if you want me to you know but uh that would be fun also the pay is really good so why, why wouldn't I? So we, if we got some L.A. Hollywood execs watching this, you know, hit, hit a boy up. Hit a boy up. I if think- you can
0: crack into the scene, too, in, in your country, you go big. You'd be like the dude in that country. The dude? We'll see. Well, it's like a small scene, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a smaller pool.
3: Yeah. I'm not going to push it, but we'll see. See what happens. I'd love to see it.
0: I would love to see it, too. I saw You sent me that. That video last night of one of your skits, and I was blown away. You're not you're a good actor. The new let's talk about your your new project. Need to team up in a skit. Yeah, the the eclipse.
3: The new part eclipse will probably be out by the time it'll be out. It'll be out. Uh, It's a fun little one because I went on a dino trip to Ottawa in March. This is like right after the the bone in my like rib cage on the back had healed, which took two months. It was so annoying; like it never healed. So I went there without actually having to had snowboarded that season, pretty much. Day one, I end up in the ER after twisting my knee. Like, that shit is depressing. Have you ever been to the Ottawa ER? I actually have. I I have as well. I was there with Frank April broke his God Goddamn. Thank God I had my phone or else I would have, like, fucking lost my mind even more. Like, it just says on the screen, waiting time, five hours and 16 minutes. You're just looking at it the whole time. And, uh, but luckily the knee wasn't fucked. I was like really afraid I torn it, but cause it was really painful and it kind of heard the sound and la la la. But the guy, the doctor was like really sure like he's adamant. You don't even need an MRI. You just got to chill. Okay. So I'm like, this is a 10 day trip. So I have four or five days off, uh, but I still managed to get, uh, what then ended up being five clips. Uh, and it became sort of like a little challenge for me, like, okay, How can I make something that I think is fun and interesting with just five clips? Is it possible? Or is it just going to be like, yeah, five clips, like an edit, short one, or put it in some cameo stuff. But I I like the idea of like trying to see what I could get with it. And so the one spot I'm trying to hit, I actually do it first try, but I was like hitting this ledge from the side, so I just duffed some snow on it because I I thought the impact was going to be really shitty. But the one try I did with the snow on it, I got the ledge to the end. I was like, oh, shit, this is easy, you know? And then I take the snow off and I just let the battle commence. You know, I just kept getting getting further and further away every t- attempt I did. And then I started doing gnarly slams. So at the end of it, I'm freaking out and I like, this is the first time meeting Dara. She was probably like, "What the fuck is up with this guy?" I'm like screaming, like, "Shoot me in the face!" <laughs> you know, like losing my mind. Uh, and then I also kind of freak out, like, "What's going on? Everything's backwards." So I just go, "Oh, something Benjamin Button. Like, it's I'm in mean, backwards land." And when I'm like reviewing this footage and like, oh, maybe there's something, you know, and this is just, so this is January five, like, this is just finished up like kind of last month where I had this guy at Bacon Production called Ula Jakob, who's, uh, where Casper works, is like one of the best post-production dudes in in Norway. And he's just like, all right, let's make you look old, you know, if that's what you want. And there you go. It's just a silly little, what did I watch edit, you know, which I like. I like, oh, maybe there's some okay tricks. But also, the person watching it can be like, that was weird. Okay. And that's it. Doesn't have to be more than that for me to be like happy with it.
0: At first, I didn't know what I was getting into. It was like a little emo. And then that rap music hits. The drizzy. The acting. Oh, God, and drizzy. Benjamin
1: Button's actually singing the lyrics, <laughs> yeah. aka it was, Freddie it was Perry. It's
3: incredible. It was mind blowing.
0: I
1: haven't laughed out loud that hard uh, yeah. in a video part in a long time. Dude, so good you. job.
3: I, I enjoyed
0: watching
1: you laugh. Dude, yeah. It was
0: incredible. And some of those yeah. tricks, dude. That crazy one where you do that little nose bash thing. On the yeah, the 50 f- that Let's talk dangerous.
1: about the 50-50 nose. B- that, that's, like a, a MD, an, no, that's like maybe an MDD. No, that's like a Colton Naven. Oh, my no, yeah. yeah.
3: I don't know which who did it first, though. One yeah. of those boys. It looks dangerous. Those, both of those guys are amazing. The beanie drag? I, that was the first time I tried it, and you get, like, I was also losing my mind bit. on that one because you could feel your head just, like, skimming the thing. Ugh. So I up. wasn't really There's hyped on the waves. one I got, but I just didn't want to try it anymore because it was too scary. I thought it looked dope. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Shout out to call
1: name of my God Can damn it! Yeah, those Rendered are Rendered Useless
3: videos. is a quality Amazing.
1: Flick. Flicking part. You know it's interesting, thinking about, you know, a video part? It's about emotion, right? Like, I watched that. Eclipse. Five clips. Great pun on words, but I was laughing out loud. LOLing, as they call it. LOLing. And, uh... You know what that is? That's an emotion. And and I think that the worst thing you can do for a video part is feel nothing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whether the emotion is joy, laughter, you know, or it can be like, you know, kind of sappy. You're like a little heart feels. Mm -hmm. You get some heart feels. That was beautiful. Like beautiful. That's beautiful. You could feel feel upset.
0: That's something too. Mm -hmm. Mm You get mad and yell at the
3: screen, but you still felt
0: something.
1: Mm -hmm. Maybe some metal. You're you're like, I want to fucking go like tackle somebody right now. To run through a wall,
3: speaking of that, like emotion. So, the second duction movie we made, my very good friend, Torgar Barre, Barre, shout out this guy. <laughs> so, okay, we filmed now. duction, which is duction two. It was called claustrophobia, it was like claustrophobia, and this is a fun word we thought of. Super dumb claustrophobia, yeah. Just what when I, you know you get the sense of claustrophobia, it's just ugh, it's a weird one. He uh, So he had a horrible accident in New Zealand where he broke his back and then he got paralyzed from his hips down and he's in a wheelchair and, like, he's doing well with the life and he's just – because he's the most amazing, positive person in the world. But at the time when the movie came out at the premiere, nobody knew if he was going to walk again or not. So in the video, it says, get well soon, Tolgar, right? And we were just at the pre-premiere, like a bunch of people, we were watching this and the the song is uh, Beach House. It gets very sad. Everybody's like hoping that our friend is going to be okay. And like we're just like we're just crying, you know, we're just crying at the event because it's it's like the the tricks he's doing because such an amazing like fun-loving guy who's been so underrated his whole life. He's doing like these amazing tricks, the song and everything, and it's like get well and everybody's like, oh, my God, this," this is like crazy emotional moment. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, like I said, he does really well uh, with his life and uh, great human being. Mm. For
1: sure. Love that. Um, okay, we got to talk about dino- dinosaurs will die. Uh, I think we should maybe start with your current board mm-hmm. because it's incredible. It's got a uh, mock. Sliders on it, like a genius. It's a genius ripoff. Why don't you talk us through this dinosaur board? Yeah, because it's a genius ripoff. Talk us through the reasoning on the graphic. It's incredible. Uh,
3: dinosaurs will die. The best, dude. The best graphics in the game. I mean, can't we just? I mean, I'm biased. I'm in agreement with that. I'm biased. I was, biased, on, but I was looking on. around
0: the Milo Pro sale, and uh, there's a lot of bad graphics out <laughs> there's
3: there. There's a lot like, of bad graphics. Like, what are you doing? Let's not. Man? <laughs> let's uh, stay positive. Not yeah, let's talk focus about on the shitty the good. ones. Focus
0: on the good because there's a lot of them. Yeah. God, there's a lot. of them.
3: But this is uh, my uh, sixth board, of dinosaurs, and uh, it was kind of like a joke thing where, we're like, we start like I don't know who we is. It was probably my brain uh, about something Einsteiny, like a sp- jo- like a joke of oh being like the Einstein of Snowbrain, like some sort of genius. And then I had this uh, graphic. This is actually based off a video who, uh, that Kuska wanted me to film for Scandinavians Two as an intro. So I put up the green screen, I'm playing a doctor uh playing this this professor guy, which is a tribute to an old Swedish uh movie from the 90s. He ended up never using it. So I was like, yeah, whatever, okay, cool. And then it just popped out of my head, like, oh, that we can there's a professor vibe. I just drew it, blah, blah. And then the genius, I just used to love the brand genius so much. I never had a board. Like the team was just amazing and during this like snowboard show I host sometimes in Oslo, like we had this quiz, and one of my favorite questions, like, there's a photo of the Genius team, but they're like colored out, so you can just see the shapes, and it's like, who was on the original Genius team? Do you know that? Do you know who was on the original
0: uh, Genius team? I could probably team? do I pretty, pretty good. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Wall.
1: Eddie Wall, yeah. Uh, Kevin Jones. Terry uh, uh, Andreas Vig. Vig. Andreas Vig. How many Um, And yeah, then, how many I guess, there? for Ams, you I had... I think um, that was it. I think it was just for... Okay, because yeah. there I was... Might, I th- I made the quiz, <laughs> but it's been a long time. <laughs> there's, there's I think all. Think that's it. Joe Eddie was riding him. As this a, guy's going am on. Joe Eddie was am on genius. I remember. Joe, Joe Eddie. Joe Mammoth yeah, half Wars, pipe, Mammoth the, the anaconda box. Mm-hmm. Mammoth clips.
3: Any hooch. I,
2: excuse me.
0: Burp. I love the uh, green too. That's a great green.
3: It's inspired by one of uh, Kevin Jones's old pro models, but this one's way greener. Like he had a yellowish kind of green, and a, I just like that. played around with the colors. And I'm really stoked on it. You the picked slide. the Pantone on that. Yes, and then we have this like uh, genius spoof uh, logo on the base. Yeah, it's fun. The sliders are my favorite part, and it's funny like people oh I wish they were real. It's like no, you don't. No, wish you don't. That. You don't want sliders. Fuck that. But okay. it's a fun little homage. The funnest homage. part about it was like I made this graphic, and I'm not I'm not gonna like make it and sell it without knowing that these guys are down. You know, because that would suck if they hated on it. I have guilty conscience syndrome. I don't want anybody to feel bad about like something that I did. So I DM Kevin Jones. We obviously didn't, didn't follow each other. I'm like, hey, <laughs> Kevin Jones, like la, la, la. Uh, I'm designing a board for dinosaurs Will Die. And like, this is the idea. And I had some rough sketches. And he immediately, it says red. That's very rare. Like I fucking sent it in and it's just like, boom. And I just pretty much asked him, are you okay? Are you okay with this? Because if you're not, I'm just not going to do it. I got other, then I can make something else. And he's just writing forever. Like, I'm sitting and, like, looking at Kevin Jones, just writing, 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 like writing. The bubble. Like, oh You're my saying God, the bubble. The bubble. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, he hates it. He's, like, going to fucking, like, destroy me, la, la, la. And then I just get a really sick reply that was like, this is fucking awesome. And this is what Genius is all about. And the only catch is that you give me one. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. He hasn't got one yet, but hopefully we make that happen. Thank you. You know, genius. he might have
0: like swiped, looked at it and left his phone and went to the bathroom, made a sandwich. Exactly.
3: Cause he, like, you're at the other end. Is you never know what's chilling, going on. Like, I always the, wonder when you yeah.
0: see it like show up and then it disappears. Mm-hmm. Then it shows back up, it disappears.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick break and talk to you guys about hippies. It's a great snack if you're in the back country or you're at your office job nine to five, buds. Yes, the uh, chickpea
0: tortilla mixture. Delicious. This is a, one of my favorite new snacks right now.
1: I've been putting them down in between podcasts when I'm doing office work. It's great. They're gluten-free, vegan, and non-GMO. So if you're looking for a healthy alternative that tastes just as good as a freaking Dorito, it's not like uh, eating cardboard like some of these healthy snacks. They're bomb. So check out uh, hippies.com and use promo code BOMBHOLE20 for 20% off. Again, hippies.com, promo code BOMBHOLE20 for 20% off.
0: All right. I have another... Patreon question from Gutescare.
3: Oh, yeah, Goutman. Yeah,
0: Goutman. He's got yeah. the gout. He's huh? got gout. He's got the gout. Yeah, gout.
1: You know what? Stay away from Sorry, red, got the red, gout, uh, red meat. Stay the away man. from red he's meat. And lobster. lobster. Yeah. Oh, is lobster yeah. gout provoking? Those rich, rich people's foods. I think it's also like chugging booze doesn't help you. Yeah, all of it. All yeah.
0: the expensive stuff. Anyways, the Goutman yeah, says the Stay goop, away from the, the lobster.
3: Yep.
0: He says, What is snowboard show at Neil?" Did I say that right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, are you fluent? How did that, you come up with the idea, and when are you going to take it to the Bombhole Studio or a stage at SLC? You know what? You're in the
3: Bombhole Studio. You're so, what, what's, yeah. what's up? I've been scheming about doing the show over here. Actually, it's uh so the snowboard show at yeah which which in the English I've called it Snowboard Night at the Museum, aka Sick Fuck Show, because it's a really weird show. It's not the same as the Snowboard Awards that you were talking about. Okay. That's, like, the Snowboard Federation has, their like, award shows, and they wanted me to host it, like, uh, so me and a friend, a friend of mine called Bendik, we, we did it and tried to make some funny skits for it, like, some uh, Norsk tipping, which is, like, the lottery, which used to be the main sponsor of the national team, so we made a skit where we, like, broke into their offices and stole the lottery balls, and we'd, like, hand them out and, yeah, dumb shit like that. But the Snowboard Night at the Museum is a different one that came from... Actually, it was like supposed to be a Greenberg premiere, the movie. And I was like, what can I do differently? So it's just not like, come, watch a movie, leave. Or like, come, watch a movie, party, leave. So I just started thinking about like, hey, maybe I... Because New is a comedy stage, comedy club in Oslo. What if we have like stand-up shit? Like uh, actual comedians who come with their little interpretation of the concept of snowboarding. Maybe I make some funny dumb shit. Maybe we have some guests on stage and talk about video parts and like have a quiz for the nerds, like do a full night, full <laughs> nighter. So that's what we did. So we did the legendary nerd quiz, which like we had a bunch of teams, and there's only one team that got like one team got 10 points and the rest of them got like zero, you know, because we were trying to find the nerds, right? Everybody was complaining how hard it was. So we did it slightly easier the next year. But and then we, we do guests who get introduced to the stage via a video part. So if you were a guest, we'd watch one of your video parts. You come on stage, we talk shit like about anything. Hopefully not about snowboarding even, just like bullshit. And then at the end, we watch your favorite video part. So we had some pretty cool guests, like Andreas Wig was on there. Uh, we FaceTime Matt Johnson live, pretty sick. We, yeah, some fun stuff. And then at the end, of, we watched uh, Greenberg. So I've done that three times, one in Trondheim, where I, where I made Best of Trondheim Snowboarding over the past 30 years, which was like <laughs> way much more work than I thought it was going to be figuring out getting footy for that stuff uh, and i recently did a skateboard version which was also really fun so we had deeds on stage and uh a legendary skater called carl Edwards from oslo so it's just a fun silly show where we just fucking roast each other and uh yeah it's really fun we did a spot guesser one like we had a nerd on stage trying to guess i like zoomed in on you know ge- geo guessers yeah yeah zoom in on skate spots in oslo and like see if you could guess it like do upside down black white like mm-hmm. shit like that so I've been, I've been thinking about doing one in Salt Lake, mostly because so, it's fun, but also I need some money, you know? I'm a broke-ass <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> like, Honesty. <laughs> dude, I moved out of my apartment December 1st, came to Minnesota, and since then I've been like waiting for some job opportunity callbacks from like some interviews. Haven't heard anything, which is look, look not looking too good, which is fine. So as of right now, I'm homeless, pretty much, and I've extended my trip twice. So now we'll just see. When I go back, I'll deal with the whole living situation. But dude, if maybe we could do a show over here, it'd be fun. That sounds amazing. You don't have a, a house, a home, a uh, crib. As of right now, I don't. I'm, I'm, I have all my shit in storage at, at, my, friend's, storage unit. at my friend's basement. Uh, and then I, I packed a board bag and a backpack, and now I'm in the States
1: for I don't know how long.
0: Rambling, but, man. I love it. It's
1: pretty fun. Incredible. I'm curious about a couple things. Uh, first of all, you said Trondheim in a very American way, but I feel like it's more like Trondheim. 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 So that's where Torger is from. Okay. Trigere, from... Uh, on,
3: uh, he comes from outside of, outside of Trondheim, actually. Klabu. 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 They have a very distinctive dialect uh, up there. Uh, Norway has a lot of different accents and dialects compared to how small it is because mm. of mountain ranges and bullshit like that.
1: Interesting. Okay, and then the other thing—what other you, do you have off the top of your dome? Any of these these quizzes? Besides, you did you did Genius. But if you have something else, I'd love—I'd mm. love to take a stab.
3: You take a stab. A lot of it is interactive, so I like show a clip and it'll be oh, like, Who, "Who's got this?" The, got it. Okay. How is this all received? Uh, how it's received is this uh, sounds awesome. I've done four shows, all been sold out, mm-hmm. and every time I like, hey, remember, like, you should get a ticket now. It's in three weeks. The night of, I get so many fucking phone calls and texts. Oh, can you throw me in there? Is there any room? It's like, dude, you're blowing it. I mean, you got to believe. If you believe, you get a ticket straight away. It's, I, I, I enjoy it, actually, when they hit me up and, like, dude, you can't come. There's no you room. Say no. There's no room. You throw like, the there's no physically down. no room, and this place has rules. Like, nobody, it's a sit down thing. Like a full evening. You yes, can't stand inter- like this it's for interactive, three hours. Yeah. It lasts for like three hours. It's pretty fun.
0: Dude, I feel like that would go off in celebrity. What's a like?
3: quiz. I mean, I did make a little quiz, of, like, a little hot mash. Give them a quiz. You guys. Them a quiz them we got a quiz. It's not like a quiz. Is it's there math like... problems? No.
1: Yeah. If this is math related, we won't yeah, we're be doing out. well. We're no, not it's be doing out. Great.
3: They're just all different. I mean, we have one that's straight quiz. It's called What is the third largest city in America by population? Third
1: largest Moscow. The third largest <laughs> Moscow <laughs> in America. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <You're not
3: laughs>
1: you are failing this quiz, man. <laughs> third largest? Okay, uh
0: well, third, so Boston. New York and LA are out. Mm-hmm. Looking good. So, the third, I Not mean. Not Boston. Um, I don't think Boston's on third. top ten, even.
3: Really? Shite. Yeah, I think Boston's...
1: Um, Chicago. Ooh, shite Chicago, Chicago. You're That was good, there. dude. Okay, nice. keep them coming.
3: The rest of them aren't really quizzes, but... Is this is snowboard-related. We, talk, we talked I that, that one was, through. I got started a, with I got Moscow. one snowboard-related. Marry, fuck, kill,
1: indie tail grab method. Oh. Damn it. Do Does it mean, like, my... I'm, I'm questioning about this, because as it pertains to me because like age I, is going to decide that for I you i don't have a good method no this is like what tricks you want to do or like that, that i then. can do right now
3: no like what do you choose that should be easy then if you can't do method just kill it
1: yeah you'll k- kill it cuz just i'm going to say like you. if i could have a perfect method i would marry that but it's yeah, just but no, it doesn't this is like reality h- awful every time i film one okay um so we'll kill the method at as much as uh, unless it's in a half pipe though i can do them good in the half pipe how often do you do that? I can't now? physically grab my tail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're able killing the you tail a grab. a long time, dude. It's just. Tail grab is out. I got short arms, <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> so, Buds can't physically grab his tail. <laughs> I mean, yeah. give
0: yourselves 20 more years, boys, and you'll yeah. see. Ask yourself this again, you know?
1: <clears throat> I'm going to. Oh, I mean, this I is like hot them match. You know, I you, like a
0: all. This
3: is like a five second thing.
1: Okay, sorry, I'll, real quick. And I guess I'll go Mary. You're I mean the indie's so you're just, good feel good. I'm know. gonna go indie, the re- the marry indie. So
0: you're just stuck with the indie. So you might gonna, as well marry it. I'm gonna, f- I'm the gonna grab Fuck to them,
1: no, because it's spinning. You can't do a tail grab spinning, or you can't do a method spinning. I'm killing the method, and I'm and I'm fucking the tail grab. Yeah, I think I
3: like that's it. my move too. Why can't you do a method spinning?
0: Bang
1: the tail. I, mean, grab. I, can, I personally can't. Oh,
3: you personally can't. Got gotcha. you. Yeah,
0: All tail right.
1: grab is so resourceful for everything. Mm. It's like you, you know, front side, like back side, cab. You got short arms like me. Man. You just pick your leg up and put it in your hand. You don't even need to. It's more of a bring your tail to your Dude, hand.
0: Ever just
3: where
0: is that thing? Do I do I even have a tail? I don't know. What,
3: is, what kind of questions I got? It's pretty funny. We do like uh, the guest the video part song, but it's a friend of mine who sings. She sings a song a cappella. Oh, <laughs> instead, of, it's just like that's stuff incredible. Like that. And, like, people get dressed up and stuff. We had uh, one guy dress up as a uh, bunny rabbit. Like, who is he dressed up as? Mm. You know? Who is he dressed up? There's oh, a guy.
0: in snowboarding. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: All right, I have a question for you about uh, NBDs. You've got a lot of NBDs. Do I, though? Do it, I, In the world the... of obscurity? I don't front know. Front jacket zip up? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: NBD. That counts, huh? Some guy might have been, like, ooh, See, Yeah, cold, you never like, know. Mid-box. Mid Anaconda I mean, box. Dude, on that,
0: that rail you hit, you could have made a sandwich.
3: Out, you're up there so
0: long, that mm. 130 foot rail. You've done anything. You played a game of chess.
1: Could have played the skin flute. It looks like I'm <laughs> just chilling on my phone. But I'm looking for. Buds is actually, uh, I don't know if you know this, Freddie, but Buds is classically trained in the skin flute. Yes, the skin flip. Skin flute. Skin flute. He has wow. a recital coming up, actually.
3: Daily, I practice. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs> Sometimes three times a day. <laughs> Dude, right there with would you. Ya? Would ya? <laughs> so, when are you going to get this thing going, dude, in Salt Lake?
3: I mean, will people come? 100 heads? Dude, where, are we, where are we hosting this shit? We this need 100 place, seats.
0: This place is filled
3: with snowboarding
0: people that love snowboarding. Mm. I mean, are you All kidding right. me, dude?
3: 10 buck entry, cheap as fuck. That's 10 bucks Venmo. Cheap, dude. That's Venmo to Ted, inflation. so you can pay PayPal
1: me the, the, the dough. <laughs> sounds like some money laundering. Yeah, that's going on here? What it PayPal is? That's that What it is?
3: That's what cash only. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, going
1: duct tape to his body, fly back to Norway. I mean, if you got right.
3: like a,
0: a, I mean, we, we could, You can find a venue. There's venues here. Mm, right. We got venues. We got venues.
2: Good.
1: All right, we got a guest question from <laughs> Jesse Bertner. Here we go. Ah. Freddie
0: your friend Jesse who I was wondering if you could tell the people a little bit about Papa Smurf who is Papa Smurf where is Papa Smurf and what kind of crazy adventures did you guys get into A lovely little. Was he playing that music, or he oh, just yeah. cued yeah, that he, up? <clears throat> he, was he was playing mandolin, or those little mini. That was incredible. Like ukulele, that's ukulele. That's what it he is, just yeah. took the whole guest question thing up a whole new level. I'd like to see more of that. You nice. could do that with
1: the skin flute, with a yeah, little background. Yeah. Music. I was thinking about that. I was hey, trying uh, to join the band. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, this, uh, <laughs>
0: this Easter. Oh,
3: God. You
0: just hear the, Can you turn <laughs> that you resistance? Hear the smack? Can you
3: skip this part and go to straight to <laughs> <laughs> J.P. Walker? Hang out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the pudding snack in the background to the beat Sounds like somebody's plunging a toilet in the background. What's going on there?
3: Papa Smurf. Let's keep this one short. It's a shovel, a blue one I found uh, in a warehouse. It's like an industry dig dirt kind of blue shitty thing. I would bring to the States. I'd write Papa Smurf on it because all the Think Tank uh, people would uh, name their, like, uh, Tuffies, different names. It's like so cute, you know. So mine was Papa Smurf. It was like a nice, crisp blue, and I brought it to the States, and everybody's like, <laughs> what is this fucking dumbass shovel, you know, because it's not a toughie, but it's just way better. It's so ergonomically shaped. It's long. It's got a bigger head. It's sharp at the at the tip, you know, it's a little sharp tip, shape the lips all nice. And Sounds uh, like a shovel that's going to break out there. Papa Smurf, and then I got a yellow one, mellow yellow, that just doesn't do anything. It just like, skims the lips a little bit and chills. And uh, that's been on some adventures. Like, Think Tank came out to Oslo a few times. Jesse's used Papa Smurf quite a few times. It broke. Uh, like, the tip of it broke off, so I don't know where it is right now, to be honest. Mm. It's in the... So when I turned pro for it's that's the ad. I'm jumping over my shovel
1: thing. Yeah, little mm. little side. Papa Smurf. Little you side can see, Bud's has, has had a toughie for about 10 years, and it's, it doesn't have a single scratch on it. The Dude, sing, my, Never my, been used. My, my <laughs> Plastic's <toughie>. still on. <laughs> Tag. <laughs> Just Mine keeping things, it
0: dude, new it's, era it's like fresh. A half moon crescent on this thing, dude. Like, He's moved mountains. Yeah. Let me tell you. Mountains of it's stuff. It's just in a
3: bag with a receipt, still there.
0: <laughs> dude, I bet mine's more worn down than yours, actually. I'll bring, it's in my car yeah we
1: could do a shovel we could do a shovel uh, mine's, shovel off shovel I'm gonna off, say mine too. is more worn yeah, down we can check, we'll check the wear marks on it I like that that'll be fun yeah.
0: mine's got a half moon crescent inside a lot of people
1: refer to B- B- Buds as the Gary Milton of shovelers for photography <laughs> <laughs> just moving mountains
3: moving Dude. mountains Len Jorgensen we went on a trip to film for like I guess these guys are maybe filming can't remember if it's Scandinavians or random bastards or something but uh, so Eric Carlson shout out he was jumping off a roof as he does and uh, Kuska set up a t- like a static timeline of the building session. Oh, those are the best. <laughs> and then like we're building this like giant mound for him to land on, and Len is just like leaning on the shovel on the left side of the corner. This is the whole timeline, <laughs> just like. And he likes to pretend that he like shovels and like uh, worth worth ec- work ethic, which he does have sometimes. But that night was just like horrendous. Love oh, to bring that
0: up. Busted, dude! I like yeah, to keep
3: busted. a keep an eye out
0: for the filmers that are setting yeah, up the yeah, time yeah, thing, like... and then just move around all extra fast. <laughs> yeah. Wow, dude! Look at him go.
1: <laughs> you know what though, buds? The the banter and entertainment is worth it. While you're like, I gotta go uh, have some celebratory diarrhea. And you're like, what? All right. That... <laughs> um. Okay. We're gonna keep things moving here. Yeah. I'm curious about some more trick nerd stuff. What's your What's your take on nollies? Nollies, cool. I'm okay. done, but it also depends because you can do
3: a shitty nolly. Mm. You know, got to be done right. Like. You l- like to just like, ooh, dip your nose after the jump. So it looks like you're nullying, but you're not. That doesn't count. I mean, you have to like, nully. So I have to do it pretty early, I would say. There's some good nolliers out there. Who's a, who's a notable nullier? I mean, is there anyone else worth mentioning than Sean Genevieve's?
1: Justin Benny. But yeah, I was going to gonna go Justin, Justin Benny. 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 I'm
3: going, I'm going, Geno's got bigger and
1: Yeah, he's Benny. got ups. Yeah, he's got ups. Yeah, he's got ups. Yeah, we're talking ups. We got to talk another Dino's graphic, too. The bench press graphic. That was great. The weight. The weight. Yeah, like the weight. Yeah. I like uh,
3: graphics. Uh, I like a lot of different graphics, but I like ones that they use the whole base. Yes. So this was kind of inspired by... Um, I don't know what brand it is actually, but Seth Hewitt used to ride in. I think it's Shakedown or something. That's is my it favorite lamp? board graphic. all yeah. Is it a lamp?
1: No, it's. What I always it? thought it was a worm, but it's not. It's what? like a green, it's a long, cool thing. It's like a green. What brand? Capita. Oh, Capita. Capita. It's. It's that dude. That's so. Is fucking that Shakedown? Crazy to say that. It is Shakedown. Shakedown. I always thought it was a worm. My favorite, Mike but I don't know what it is. By the way. I love that you said it, dude. Yeah. Sorry, and guess, then,
0: um, if we're talking dinos, dude, I got to go. Brass Monkey, the Bogart. That's a good one. A bunch of Bogart. Frozen Bogart.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like a split between like something, okay, I like something long, like I want something that's like covering the whole base, but I also like the stripes, so like Solomon, what the fuck is that model called?
1: The Salamander? No, no
3: not that piece of shit. You're doing Solomon, uh, yeah. Like, Benedict type vibes, they had like two blue like stripes. Oh, that's the Benedict board, I don't know what yeah, it's the called. Bindings. Yeah, the yeah. bindings. So it's kind of yeah, mixed yeah. between that, and then like Jack. the bench press thing, obviously, like lifting weights, and that oh, you could do funny life, he's like Lifting the board, Ooh. like mm-hmm. basic shit like that. But it's just funny. Like, I like the clean top sheet, and then just like something going on on the ba- uh, the base. That's pretty much it.
1: Good yeah. stuff. What's more important uh, for you, the top sheet or the base? Mm. Uh, base slabada, you know. You have you know any Do you have any boards hanging at your house? And is it base or top sheet? If so, I don't have a house, so no.
3: But in the basement, there's some graphic. I'm trying to save like at least one of my boards. You mm-hmm. know. Because uh, I know people regret not doing that, so mm-hmm. I at least have one one of each one of my graphics. My favorite, honestly, is probably the director one, though. Yeah, Like the beige one with the 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 chair and stuff. At the I bottom. imagine like, we pop like the these simp- up. Simple, yeah, simple graphic, you know.
1: Question: If you are going to hang them, would you hang them base or top sheet?
3: Uh, I would hang them top sheet just because it's easier and it looks better. Like just the it makes more sense. Yeah, the way the board bends, yeah, it makes, makes more sense. Makes more sense. More details, like, oh, name, or, like, size, what like, da-da-da. Did you see Union throws,
0: they throw those board hangers now. They have, they sell board hangers, which are pretty dope. No, I did not. Makes it easy. Can you hang it upside down? You gotta hang it uh, top sheet out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Might <clears throat> hang all the boards. Also, base, the base, base is out. often,
3: like, fucked, you know? <clears throat> Like it's just dirty. Well, you got to throw the new
0: ones and... up too in the crib maybe. I, I ain't got you that. You want to go boys. used. All the, I'm, I'm not going used. I've hung up used. Chris has you a wonderful. Go used. You go down Chris's stairs, he's got a nice
2: yeah.
1: little— You, you, you little... should invite me over sometime for dinner. Eh. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're just neighbors, so let's do it. Mm. Okay. The neighbors you no live broccoli, here now. No broccoli, no broccoli. No broccoli, he may Apparently, himself.
0: Apparently,
3: you can't even feed this guy. Really? Ted Borland is very uh, wary of my IBS. Mm. which is a real thing. and We could set up I a, a segment. Of, he's the one that has to smell my legendary farts. you know. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we could set up a new thing with Ted and you then called Name That Shart. Name That Shart. Name
0: I that saw shart. the fart
1: dictionary out in front Name of Name That video, video Shart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good that you got your bachelor's in the shart direction. Too. Yeah, yeah. shart department. Degree.
3: That, uh, if you look in the prequels, credit that says fart direction. Mm. up, Freddie. It says fart direction? Yeah, it does. Hey, ye. You're going to be a shart director. I will. I've done that.
1: There, done that. Okay, let's talk pub beer.
3: Let's talk
0: pub beer. You don't talk pub beer.
1: You gonna crack can? You, should you check you, if you they have a spot on beer. the team.
3: You know, I'm down.
2: Welcome Rackety. to the pub beer crap shoot.
0: It's crisp. And it's cold, ice cold, and it is pub beer. It's delicious, it's cheap, and it's fun.
1: If you're thinking about getting completely annihilated responsibly or having one or two, uh, every time you're gonna go pub beer. Mm-hmm. It's All t- right, tasting good now. You gotta roll some dice. Where are those things, buds?
3: What are we doing? You know? There we go. How, How many? many?
0: Yeah, we got dice. I grab two of them.
1: Dice galore over there. Gold, Andrew Dice Clay. Goon Gears is six. Shout out to Goon. <sighs>
3: So what what are we doing? What do I want? what do I want? You're gonna oh, roll dice, two dice. I'll tell
1: you what you
3: gotta do. You have to answer right. the Dice Man. I'm going one, one time. Who knows?
0: Six. 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 I don't, we don't see a lot of sixes. Six, 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 six.
1: Uh, this question sucks. So we're gonna go with seven. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah.
1: Who's your favorite? Who's one of your favorite people to party with? Carson Kleppen. Mm, pro skater. Quick,
3: that was a very fast yeah. answer. Damn. He's everybody's your favorite skater's favorite partyer? You know? uh, fun fun fact: I hit him party. up for
1: a guest question on Instagram direct message, and uh, he did not get back to me.
3: Mm. Ouch! He told me that this kook DM'd him, and he was like, "Nah, i <laughs> have <having> it." <laughs> Freddie, you know this guy I was like, "Nah, nah, <laughs> <laughs> don't bail, uh, bail You don't yeah. want yeah. to go there. Yeah. Don't even go there." That would be that a guy. fun guest question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 All
1: right, mm-hmm. we're going to get into hot takes. You know the drill. Uh, if you had to pick your MJ of snowboarding, both male and female. We kind of talked about the, the the goat team earlier, uh,
3: which I like. Oh, your team. Yes, Freddy's 100% superstars. Freddy's a wonderful like team of superstars. Pretty much my goats. But, I mean, MJ, it's hard to not say J.P. Walker. You know, It's hard to not say it, which is also why I, I like having that team because then I could put all the other ones in there. you got to pick one. To you, as it pertains to you. Uh, as it pertains to me, I mean, like, to you. Travis Parker is an MJ. He's more like kind of, maybe like if you mix MJ with like Bobby Boucher type vibes, <laughs> we got Travis Parker, so. The water boy. Yeah, the water boy. Little, little, it was Travis Parker. I mean, he's. Who dare, Who yeah. there? If I have to choose one. If we're not going team. You're going Bobby Boucher.
1: Uh, so you're going JP Walker, and then we're going, uh, <laughs> so female, who you got? marie Francois. Uh, MFR, respect. Yeah,
3: the uh, Any Means video part is just unreal and still would be like unreal today. Mm. Straight up, but also Zoe is getting there. I think
1: she's dope. Okay. That's a good uh, segue Who's into a new one. We're asking for hot takes: snowboarding an art or a sport?
3: Uh, sport. Let's go sport.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, what if it's a lifestyle?
1: Fuck. Well, then you can answer lifestyle. You go none <laughs> of the above. See none of none the above. Above. I'm yeah, just not, <laughs> above. I'm just
3: not going to say that snowwigs an art. Like. Not for like, nah, let's go. Sport.
1: Snowboarding's an art, man. Yeah,
3: let's go. Fucking <laughs> fucking sport. shit. I do is snowboarding athlete? a sport or a shark?
1: Okay, most underrated <laughs> snowboarder. Who you got?
3: Ooh I already said Ted Borland, so uh, I'm just gonna like throw in maybe Willavine. Nice Pretty fucking underrated. Ted Borland thinks you're the best snowboarder alive. He did. I've heard him say it. Like, I've cheated. I just cheated though because I really said Ted, but I also could sneak in a little Will Levine in there.
1: Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. Steel or powder? Steel. Best style ever. Who you got? Best
3: um, style. I know you guys don't like the multiples, but I could easily make a STE team, like the STEs, STE It's like Not that
0: we don't like the multiples. The whole point of this is I know, the best. The game. The, there
3: could only be one, you know? Micklebang. Great answer, JB Solberg. <laughs> best video ever made. Uh, probably Afterbang. Best
1: board graphic ever made.
3: Ooh, best board graphic. Freak. Uh, I mean, it's got to be one of Geno's boards. I like the the one with a bunch of cats, where it's cats biting each other, just a biting snowboard, like because that's what everybody's doing, you know, just biting. He's got like this, like yellowish with a bunch of purple cats biting each other's legs. Pretty sick. I have that one. That's one. That's one he gave to me to put on the wall because I asked him for it. I love that one.
1: I think uh, for D- DWD, I got to go uh, Matt Henehan, Mob Deep graphic. Mob Deep's pretty good too. Yeah, it's fucking good. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't
3: know if I've seen that one. I'm gonna cue that up. <clears throat> but I do like. Oh, there's a lot of good ones. Let's
1: throw that one out. It sounds like you're gonna say UC.
3: I like U- a lot of UC graphics have been really cool. He was on my GOAT team. I forgot to say it.
1: Uh, pant over or under the high back?
3: I do both. One of each, you were saying. Yeah, that's, tight. that's Jonas Inspo 100. And now I'm just so used to it that I can't undo it. So my left, I'm regular. My left pants are over the binding. My right, I just slide them in there. So the binding is outside of the. Well, you still currently do this. I do. Jonas still doesn't do it. <laughs> I do it. It's just because it just, uh, one is usually strapped in all the time. And then I just like... Whack it in there, you
1: know. Oh. Okay. Worst trend in snowboarding?
3: Uh, I thought about this one, and I think right now it's probably not having titles and videos because I'm confused who's writing. Thank you. And this is also just, and I'm pretty good at it, like seeing who's who, but like my friends, like Casper and she's like, he, like what is the point? And as a writer myself, if I was in a movie and I had clips and do all the mixed together, I would want people to know that it's me, you know.
1: We got to get somebody on here that's pro no titles to yeah. to defend that because I want to hear the I want to hear the pitch yeah I want to hear the pitch on that. Okay, if you go heli boarding with three people and just good times whack and pow turns yeah who you taking who you throwing in the hell you got three you get three seats I don't know if this is accurate. Is it, Buds don't Buzz and I don't spend a lot of time in helicopters. Is it
3: important to like the person know that what we're doing? Like as far Wait, as you're as, not like, going to tell them that they're going heliing? No, I mean like know what we're doing as far as like Abby
1: shit no 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 like you can bring anybody <laughs> in the world yeah, like, like young dolly fun. brought mike, uh, Di- mike tyson to I'm the, right. Brian,
3: the guides are gonna no, take I'm, care of that I'm gonna bring for somebody you. that snowboards or at least knows how to like get around I'm gonna bring the warbingtons both of them just cause we would have a lot of fun and talk shit and what about it.
1: you're gonna bring chompy, <laughs> the chompy
3: turtle? Oh, that, that would be sick <laughs> that I would be like, sick so no, I always wanted I always wanted a turtle and I'm so jealous you know they have one. The so third fuck. seat, Chompy, Chompy the turtle just in the heli? you think he's going to be able to find the, the beacon on the test I'm gonna d- before go <laughs> I'm going to go Gus, Max Worthington, and my homie Yano. Oh, Jana. Chompy's out. Chompy's out. He Damn. He's a skater homie of mine who's a gnarly fucking skater, one of my best friends, and he is uh, lo- he loves snowboarding. He almost talks about it more than I do. I feel like Chompy would have handled the so pound a little better than he w- <laughs> <laughs> But anyways,
0: we'll let him in, yeah. I guess. It's your That's heli. My answer It's your heli.
1: Okay, this is a random one that I had from a different episode, but we're gonna ask anyway. First try, backcountry pat down, like step down trick. What are you gonna go with? Besides just airing it, you're not gonna air it. We yeah, don't air, it. air we it. don't. That's air like air that's scary
0: on a big step down.
1: Uh, you can't air it if
3: you want switchback one, switchback Uno. Yeah, because I'm landing regs. What it's just one eighty. What are we grabbing? Um, MFM no. good? Either gun? like melon or nothing. It's What's melon, melon or nothing? Your like left hand? Switch. I'm you don't know what a melon is? Well, melon. You, when
1: you're switch backside, melon can be like regular uh, switch, melon, which is like uh, a switch stale fish. You. Switch back one, fakie yeah. stale, yo. Which hand's grabbing your left or your right? Right. Okay, okay. so it's like a switch melon. Switch back yeah. one, switch melon is what I call it. Yeah. Yeah. Probably.
3: And then I just tumble down the whole That's a f- <laughs> <laughs> slow tum- tip forward. And just... tumble the yeah. whole hill down. Yeah, yeah. That's great.
1: Oh, yeah, we tumbling. Tommy. Tommy Hawk. Tommy Hook.
0: Tommy Hawk figure.
1: We happen to have a guest question from none other than Brandon Reese. Yo, Freddie, It's Reese. Pretty cool you're on the bomb hole. It's a dream come true. Um, I got one question for you. Something I think about all the time. Um, We filmed for Bench Press, and you had me cry in the shower with you that night. I mean, we
3: definitely had some real tears going on, and I, I just wonder... What were we actually crying about, and what was it all for? <laughs> Love you, dog. Hope you're good. See ya. That's a good question. Also, uh, immensely underrated snowboarder. That guy's done some fucked up shit on snow and on snowboard. Um, what were we doing? Is, Is this yeah, alligator me, tears? Or what are we Me doing? and Ca- me and Casper had just this like we wanted to make like dumb shit. We like dumb shit. So for bench press, we talked about doing every intro uh for every writer would be just like a a life of them being sad just because like just random shit no reason and then it turned into crying like it'd be funny if they tried to cry like legit cry and then i filmed mine in the shower just like show everybody what i was thinking just like because i was in the shower like i had this person film me and that's one we end up using and i sent this to everybody and it's like then jeff holtz sent me one that was in the shower and then it's like oh shit let's just go with that everybody has to send me a clip in the shower that they're crying and once people sent me this shit we just like oh this looks really good together so it just ended up being like a montage in the bench press movie where like there's just a bunch of homies just being sad in the shower with a sad music sad song for no reason and people love it it's just to do something you know different and weird and meaningless i like when people go like hmm, whatever you know that's it and then reese i think we were at troll like at the troll project i believe so i had him and ryan paul get into the tub and like actually legit try to cry like acting legit because it's not like you could pretend to cry and smile a little bit because it gets really awkward but i wanted it to be like these guys were actually trying as hard as they can to look legit legitimately like crying that was not easy for those two dudes and we were like laughing so fucking hard like they're they're holding around each other like this look trying to look all serious in the camera it took a bunch of takes but it was just so fucking funny and that's when you know how bad of an actor is it when you have to turn around and like look sad into a camera is really hard yeah good question Interesting. We, need, we need more crying shots in snowball movies i think i think so bringing people down dude no, it's a
0: good is, cry is it though? Is though? Is
3: it though? Because when, when you people watching this shit, they're laughing, you know. Because oh, sometimes
0: they're crying. They're crying.
1: <clears throat> people cry. Sometimes they're crying. Uh, all right. It's interesting thinking about your, you know. I love what well, you brought up earlier. You talked about the Sean Genevieve's biting graphic, and it is so true. It's almost like when you look at the world of like snowboard videos, like so, like uh, such a <laughs> massive population of them. Are just people imitating Tanner Pendleton basically, and like Mm. right? So or like it's just like there's like the world of like that, and then there but there's like there is there's just like a big lack of uh, originality, Mm. and it seems I I just want to say a I commend you for the originality, and and authenticity, And, and it's like look at Dinos like Dinos is so sick because it's like authentic, maybe even to a fault. And uh you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for like, one hundred. Yeah, like one. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. It seems like you're somebody that is so authentic that you'd be you would be doing it no matter what. You ain't doing it for a check. You're just doing it I mean, obviously you want to do it for a check, but like Oof, whether I love <laughs> that Skrilla. Mm-hmm. <yo. laughs> <laughs> <That>
0: tasty Skrilla. <laughs>
2: Smells
3: good, (laughs) Skrills. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Welcome to the bomb hall, guys. You got a. Is this
0: a dream come true?
3: Uh, I I told You've been uh, Chris about it the other for like night 10, that I years? that I'd had a dream one time that I was on here. You actually, I don't think I could say what happened? That was it, a, <laughs> that was an actual dream. I woke up when I was oh shit! I dreamt I was on the bonehole. In your pants? Was it a was it a nocturnal <laughs> emission? Or I can't remember <laughs> if we were wearing clothes or not. But it was it was like that. It was it was good. You know, you
1: said he was gonna maybe wear a suit, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah, I he was going to be
3: a sponsor. I I try. I hit up like two local like suit rentals to plug if I could get a dope ass tuxedo, but I didn't. Get it head back. I got a
1: couple of suits. Where
2: are
3: yeah, but I at? wasn't like, then we'd have to do the full limo thing.
1: Oh, is this when we skip to the limo? The limo <laughs> might be known to the public by now. Yeah, yeah I know,
3: but like, you we, you pick me up in the suit and like, we're yeah. all doing, like, we're doing a skit. And
1: I, we should do a skit in the limo. Yeah, let's do it. If we have one, <gasps> cut to that right now, Julian. This, if we, that's we have when, one. when I did. <laughs> yeah, that's when I did. If there is a skit, let's cut to it. Yeah. <laughs> Little fun fact, this is the first episode we're doing with Julian, uh, in-studio producer. It's today. pretty tight. Let's give Julian an yeah, he's, he's doing, doing good. He's doing great. He's yeah. getting an air horn. Yeah, we an air horn. Good vibes. All right, Freddie, I know you're a big fan of uh, soccer, as we call mm. it. Now, here in America, we uh, we like football, which is not what you guys refer to football. Mm. Um, it's a little bit more superior, you'd say. I'd say it's like a, re- it's like more of a real sport. It
0: kind of confuses me the two different names. Wait, I that know is why is soccer I superior?
3: It?
1: No, no, fo- American oh. football.
3: You're so cute. <laughs> I mean, whatever you're gonna say is just gonna be cute. You know, I can't argue with it. You're just a cute guy just being all like football. You know, with my hands. I mean, case closed, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, you're not kicking the ball oh, you sometimes do but that's rugby they do that also they mm-hmm. call it rugby so, I don't know yeah. but yeah I'm a big uh, big fan we watched a really fun game Champions League up in uh, so I was with the snowboarder crew Ted and Jill and Reed and all those guys and it was a really fun trip and we watched a game that was like the most unreal game I've ever seen and all these guys were going damn soccer's pretty sick maybe I should start watching it and then I was like yeah but you have to know that this was not a normal game there's a lot of boring shit. Also, yeah. there's a lot of zero zeros. You know, just so you guys know.
1: Watch a ninety minute game. The, the M- whole zeros. Zero G- it can be stuff.
3: really. It can be really boring. But you also just hanging out with friends while you're doing it. What's ta- your team? You're pretty much talking shit. Uh, my team is at Tottenham Hotspurs from London. Mm. Mm. It's a great team. They got a uh, good style. Like they got a good lot of good guys. Good
1: style. Good ethics. Mm. You know. What's your favorite American football team? Ooh,
3: do I know any of them? Let's tight if one. you don't know any of them. Do I know one? Warriors. Patriots.
1: No, there's no Warriors. Warriors. Mm, no Try warriors. again. See if you can get one. Uh, there's no way he
0: can't name one. I don't watch it at all. I can name some. Yeah, get, I'm just blanking. You might get you know?
1: extradited for this.
3: Hope so. He's yeah, he's gonna get Patriots. deported or something. Patriots. It, just, it seems like such a serious team. Like, ew, you know, that's not definitely not my vibe.
1: New England Patriots. What's
3: like the goofy team? Oof. I don't think there is a goofy team, is there? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of serious. Yeah, everything's pretty serious. Pretty serious. Yeah, a lot like a your
1: snowboarding. Sport. Yeah. Pretty like, pretty very, serious. very serious. Snowboarding's
3: A lot of, a really, lot of money yeah. exchanging hands.
1: I want to let you know,
3: uh, Freddy, vi- Vikings. Let's go. There you uh, go. Yeah. He'll yeah, yeah, mid- mid- yeah, make sorta, some Midwest. Yeah, dogs Midwest. Happy. I'm, I love them.
1: You know what, though? That's like a Norway. That's a Norway yeah. thing. Some Vikings. Yeah. But you don't have Viking blood. You got you I'm half, half. Yeah, he's like.
3: Yeah. New Zealand? Is that what you decided? Yeah, my dad's from New Zealand, so half New Zealand. Jay Berg.
0: <laughs> yeah, I always wondered why you had the your weird kind of different accent. Yep.
3: Yeah,
1: I always wondered why you talk so fucking yeah, weird. So, so yeah.
0: fucking. I mean, it
3: doesn't defend all the dumb shit I say though, but the way I say it, maybe.
1: You gotta remember, Freddie. You gotta take snowboarding really seriously. It's really important. It's you a know,
3: real it's serious. It's kind of crazy how I take how seriously I take it, and anybody else how seriously we take it, because it's literally. The dumbest <laughs> shit ever invented, but it's so fun and stupid. But, yeah.
1: All right. Any advice? If you could go back in time, give little uh, 14-year-old Freddie Perry some advice. Mm-hmm. What would you tell him in regards to life and or your snowboard, air I, quotes, career?
3: I would say don't hit that jump at Tacky Invitational that blew your knee out. Just don't do it. And as far as this advice, probably just... What I'm trying, what what I'm trying to do now is be better at just following my gut instinct, because I'm a chronic overthinker, which is a curse and a blessing. It's a curse when it comes to when negative shit happens in your life, and like trying to sleep. Like I put my head down on my pillow, it's like like fucking Schumacher Formula One time. Let's go, you know. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm just yeah try to ease the mind. Maybe just follow your gut, which I've been trying to do the past few weeks, and it's been uh, helping out. It's been it's been good.
1: The blessing of that is that you probably come up with some amazing ideas. When oh that, yeah, the when that mind isn't isn't is spinning,
3: that I come can come up with fun stuff that I can try to do that then stresses me out doing because it's a lot of work and but it's also fun. The end product is always
1: okay. okay. I got one more it. Patreon. Yeah, hit it. Ooh. It's
3: from our good friend. He is going for a three for gut
0: gout.
1: Mm. Well, gout, gout, the, God. The gout man, gout, gout de, God, de, gout de,
0: yeah. Uh, dream sponsor and dream project.
3: Uh, I when I was a kid, I was like Disney snowboards would be so sick, but I don't know if they're so like legit actually. Dream sponsor would it Maybe like we'll chocolate s- milk some yeah, some you, sort said of, you love chocolate milk. Be some sort of sponsor. chocolate milk company that's like no lactose and it's like got some protein in there. It's kind of like healthy ish but tastes really good. I've traveled a lot and I usually always try the chocolate milks in the area and nothing compares to the Norwegian powder one that you mix called Oh boy. It's fucked good, but it fucks my stomach up now that I have IBS. So I don't know. Something, uh, something chocolate milky would be very easy for me to en- endorse. You know, mm. that'd be tight.
1: What yeah. about Freddie Perry the brand? Yeah. Uh, Wait, what's it called, Fred Perry? Fred
3: Perry. They got some dope shit. That would be a cool sponsor. But it's like, yeah, be cool. I guess.
1: Okay. And what was the other one? Dream. Dream, Dream project.
3: project. <sighs> um. My dream project is one that I pitched to some sponsor before that I can still probably make is uh, a project with Tucker Andrews called Face Off, where we would dress up exactly the same. We'd have all the same gear and we'd have the uh, we'd fuck with the titles thing like we'd mix it up. So I would do we would do the same tricks and stuff. But then sometimes it would say Tucker when I'm writing and sometimes it would say Fred when he's writing. But sometimes it would say Fred when I'm writing. We try to confuse the, the viewers. But in the background, there's some scenes of, like, us arguing and stuff. And, like, what's up with the bad vibes in this thing? And at the end, it was just because we were in love, you know? And we were confused about our feelings. And maybe we, like, maybe that's what was, what was up with this. So maybe it's like a love story, trying to enlighten some of that stuff, too. So after the people leave the, leave the theater, they'd be like, what the fuck was that? That was sick. Nicolas yeah. Cage and uh, John Travolta. Face, face,
1: off. face yeah. off. Okay. Great movie. Okay, all right. We're, we're going to talk setups. Walk us through your Dinos Pro model with the fake sliders. This is a. Do I pick it up or what? No, are, what don't I... pick it up. We'll put it on the screen, and then you just right. talk about it so your audio is not all it. messed up. So, uh, this. He has is, nothing to do with his hands. <laughs>
3: um. <laughs> this is a Dinosaur's Will Die Genius uh, Board One Fifty Three. You have the D equals. Uh, WD 153 squared. Is that an actual formula? That's a formula <laughs> that you need when you poop <laughs> a lot. And that's me uh, with this. Is the font that I found that was the closest to the old Genius logo. I didn't pay for it. Sorry, font guy. I paid for like a mini rights one. This is we have the sliders, the fake sliders, and this is the green that's inspired by Kim Jones. And we have the uh, some black bent metal bindings that I think are really comfortable. Uh, my stance right now is OG. Duck stance. trying it out. I think it's like 9.9 nine or something. It's true switch, like identical. That's my stance. Mid-flex board. Pretty fun. 150, 153, 156. Get some complaints that we don't have bigger sizes, but hey, there's other boards on the <coughs> Dyno line. Bigger boards. The halts, for example.
1: Yeah. That's my SETI. Okay. Uh, I want to let the listeners know that we have a beautiful... Photo of you doing a board slide on a sea rail from Klaus Christiansen. Uh, shout out to Klaus for sending us that and dope. If you're, if you're interested in supporting him, you can check out megajoink.com He's got some really cool art and prints for sale on there. And mm. then you can check out the f- signed Freddie Perry print if you want that masterpiece on your wall. Bumhole.com, not Bhole.com. Don't type that in. Bumhole. Does it? Don't type that in. <laughs> Last question. What's next for Freddie Perry?
3: Um, what is next? Honestly, I wasn't going to snowboard this. I wasn't, I wasn't going to try to film this year, really, because I was, like, coming out of school, I was like, dude, I can get a legit job as a creative and make a lot of money, which is not something I'm motivated by, but, like, it would be nice. So I could afford rent and nozzle and bullshit. And then I went to Innsbruck. Ethan Morgan invited me to the Innsbruck thing. I was like, uh, I, I want to come, but do I have to snowboard? And he's like, I mean, ideally, but you do whatever you want. And I went there, and I pretty much fell in love with snowboarding again because it was a ridiculously amount of fun. I got to see a lot of my friends again, and I, f- I got a lot of feeling of like, whoa, shit, people do like the stuff that I made, and like, I don't need all this other shit. Like, ev- like my friends are like, like, they want me in this thing, you know? So I just had a really good time, and on the train from Innsbruck to Munich just like an hour and a half. I was like, man, man, man. I'm moving out of my apartment next week. I haven't really... I was going to deal with it, like get a new place. But I was like... Or I could just go to the States and snowboard. So I went to Minnesota. It all happened very quickly. Fell in love with it again. And then I started filming some stuff. And it's like, oh, shit. Maybe I should just go roadie push 2024. So that's what's going on right now. Why not?
1: Roadie? Kids on the hunt for a writer rider.
3: some Like, fucking... I'm, I'm ready to just go with the flow. Follow my gut instinct. And then... I get this crazy acting gig in Hollywood and you know I love it some limo skits and incredible try to be try to be happy I don't know
1: okay. that's all you can hope for right that is
3: all I'm hoping for actually
1: do you want to throw any thank yous up
3: I do want to make the easiest fifty bucks I've made in my life because Eric Leon bet me that I couldn't say his name on the podcast and he bet me one hundred dollars and I was like, You're an idiot if you're gonna give me a hundred dollars. And he goes, What about fifty? I'm like, fine. To say Sh- his name? So easy. And he's like, Oh, you have to have context, but then it's like, dude, you shook my hand before you said that. So Eric Leon, fifty bucks. Also, Nick Baden gave me this beanie. He this is a lampshade. Beanie that he makes himself. That's his brand? Lampshade dot brother check it out on instagram uh, brother, <laughs> i'm on that, the team <laughs> yes i made the instagram handle happen and this is my beanie that he gave me i uh, also got a uh, i one of my one of my talents is uh, nicknaming people and i just got a new nickname for nick baden which is nicknamin which is an interesting way to have actual nickname nickname your nickname
2: nicknamin think about nicknaming. that I, so I thank like you Nicknaming. lampshade head,
3: bro. brother that's brother, shout out And the dinos. Brother. Dang. metal, Session board shop. Thank you for the support. Thank you guys also.
1: Dream come true. Well, thanks for coming on the show.
0: That was a wonderful,
1: wonderful hangout. All right, Frederick. Well, thank you so much for coming and chatting with us. here on the B-hole. We really appreciate you. Uh, first of all, before we get out here, I want to remember, check out your new project, Eclipse.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A.K.A. 5 clips
3: which is spelled wrong when you add the ending of it five clips which I like I th- hope people will be like dude this guy's an idiot he's spelling <laughs> eclipse wrong you know let's see
1: be sure to watch it it's a masterpiece you will lol as the kids say it's
0: a masterpiece certified <clears throat>
1: uh and thank you so much for coming on the show and and being just holding the great space in snowboarding that is needed in a lighthearted keeping it fun world of our big serious sport so thank you uh, thank you guys.
3: Uh, it means immensely much to me. Like actually, that you guys invited me, it's a big honor. Because I mean, after you guys asked me, and once we confirmed what date and shit, it's like next episode <laughs> that came out was Travis Rice, and I'm like, what? Is, what? <laughs> like I'm, like it just felt surreal to even be in the same like arena. Universe is an arena. as that that guy? But uh, yeah, thank you so much. It's been really fun. Salt Lake is.
1: Pretty fun. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. I'm kidding. (laughs) All right. We appreciate everybody for tuning in, uh, supporting the show. All our Patreon members, all our sponsors. You guys kick ass. Uh, We got another episode coming at you next Wednesday, over and out from the bomb hole.